0: Greetings and welcome to episode number 13 of You Had Me at Halo, where we talk about everything past, present, and future of one of gaming's most storied franchises. For this week, we have a continuation of Sandbox sandbox updates from 343. We have new information about weapons, abilities, and vehicles. Uh, There was a new hire at 343 that caused a little bit of stir, so we're going to talk a little bit about that and what it actually means. And finally, we'll talk about Halo's quote-unquote new way to play. First, let's meet today's Spartan team. Joining me today is, as usual, uh, Spartan Mike, a.k.a. Kage Maru. How's it going, Mr. Mike?
1: Hey, it's going good. How are you guys doing?
0: Super. Ready to talk about some Halo? All right. And next up, we got. Spart- <laughs> Sorry, I didn't want to so, interrupt
1: uh, you if you're going to introduce the next one.
0: <laughs> yeah, no, no, no. Keep going. Uh, next up, we got Sparta. So, uh, Mike, uh, we'll give Mike a little bit, of, uh, a few minutes to, to wake up. Um, <laughs> <for that. laughs> next up, Spartan Urso, AKA Soul Blazer. How's it going, man?
2: Hey, guys, going pretty good. I'm honestly kind of surprised at how often we're getting Halo Infinite news.
0: <laughs> yes. <laughs> it's it, uh, it's been making our job a little bit easier that's for yeah. sure uh, next up we have spartan jesse aka don cabesa how's it going mr jesse what's going on <laughs> <laughs> i feel like that's plagiarism uh next up we have spartan austin aka proven how's it going man?
3: I'm um, doing pretty good. How about everyone else?
0: Good, good. Uh-oh. How's that mic doing today?
3: I guess it's doing okay.
0: <laughs> good. And then we have our returning new, I guess now regular attender, uh, Spartan Daniel, a.k.a. Nadia. And how's it going, Daniel?
4: Pretty good. Thanks to talk about some Halo. it uh, been a nice long weekend, so I'm ready to, to jump in.
0: Yeah, and you, you just got done doing a lot of moving, so you should have uh, plenty. You should be plenty energized for today's show. Oh yeah, <laughs> oh, yeah Monday's off too. <laughs>
2: yeah.
0: and, and finally, uh, as your host today, I'm Spartan One Bad Mother, and uh, before we get into some of the topics, I do want to have a couple. I do have a couple announcements. We have some upcoming events. I want to make our audience aware that we are planning on some community Halo nights, so keep a lookout for that. Some announcements we will be doing some custom games and you know some big, uh, some big Halo matches, and uh, hopefully can have some fun getting to you know talk to to people who listen to the show and, and part of the Xbox Era community uh also we've been long overdue on our up, upcoming uh book special episode so we've talked about that in the past decided to finally put a date on it so we'll be uh recording that next week and uh whoever has finished the book will end up joining that be joining jesse <laughs> and, uh, who, who else here has got has finished the book already that's I jesse have. oh and and um, mr nadian all right so yeah well, hopefully we'll have a few I've more like
2: of us. 20 pages basically <laughs> i will be done by wednesday all right i don't, cool. I don't read a book <laughs>
5: <laughs> the only thing i know how to read is the menu and maccas <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh shit all right cool um <laughs> So I think that's it. Did I miss anything for announcements, you guys? I think that
2: that's... Uh... No, that's it. Um, if you guys haven't seen Jesse's uh, MCC review, definitely give it a shot. Very well made.
0: Yeah, yes. uh, you, you put a lot of work into that as well.
5: And a lot of hesitation on agreeing with him there.
0: <laughs> 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 uh, my, my mind is multitasking right now. You'll have to forgive me. So, <laughs> all right, guys. So we're going to go ahead and jump into the meat of this week's news. So we there was a Ask 343 3 Halo Infinite Sandbox show. And uh, so they, they really – what we got is some questions. A lot of it really uh, – was a continuation of some of the things we talked about two weeks ago. Uh, They went into some more detail. They did drop some new information that wasn't part of that initial sandbox release, which I think will be interesting to kind of touch on. So there's some different categories. I think what what we'll go ahead and do is we'll, we'll break this up into a few of the different categories they touched on. And just give everybody's thoughts on that. You know, again, there might be a little bit of overlap with what we talked about last week. But I I do think some of the new information, when you start putting it into the bigger context, does paint a better picture and starts to give you a little bit better opinion. So let's go ahead and start off with uh, something they confirmed about. Uh, Something they confirmed was that PVE and PVP will be balanced separately. And. You know, in addition to that, there was the the developers did talk about the fact that the game would be consistently evolving. So whatever that gap is initially between the PvE and PvP, uh, we should expect that to probably widen over time. So I want to go ahead and start off with you, So. Did you have any, what was kind of your thoughts when you heard about that?
2: I mean, it makes sense. Uh, I feel like it's always a fool's errand trying to balance both PvP and PvE at the same time. It's something that, uh, as a long-time WoW player, it's led to mass suffering and also led to, like, good stuff at the same time. Um, I feel like the more interesting thing is the fact that uh, they're really open with the fact that the game's going to change from launch. So the impression I got was that Halo Infinite on November 15th will not be the same game on February the next year. You know what I mean?
0: Yeah which is kind of common in in, in our live service games how, how does that make you feel like does that make you feel more like does it do you feel any way about that like are you more positive or i, I mean it's, it's
2: definitely a good thing i feel personally though at the same time it's also not uh i guess barring halo 5 it's not something that's been the most common in halo games like fortnite apex legends of course you expect a significant amount of change overwatch uh uh, that kind of thing, MOBAs. But for the most part, at least in my opinion, the way I've played COD, Titanfall, these games have remained pretty uh, static. um I, I guess might be the, the right word. Yeah. They, they might change a few things, but at the end of the day, the gameplay is still the same. And even with Halo 5, if you play Halo 5 Arena today, it still plays pretty similar, almost the same as it did at launch. Yeah. So I'm i kind of.
0: Yeah, there's been weapons balance. Yeah, weapon balancing,
2: of course. But I'm I'm kind of curious if they'll be uh, actively changing even the core game modes, you know, like Arena yeah. or, or Big Team Battle. That has yeah, been
5: a big part of what has made Fortnite successful in yeah. being very popular long term is they are constantly changing it up. And I think with something like Halo, you leave a core mode. That is what people want all the time, but you always have experimental things going that really take it further than they ever have in the past.
0: Yeah, that's a really good point Jesse and, and you know probably something worth elaborating on so we know that Microsoft itself has always been a data driven company and, and I think in the past before they started hiring all so before they started to restructure and bring in all these studios you have to figure that they were you know looking at some of the trends like that so do you th- do you think like the the success of is going to have a, a direct impact on what 343 does um, or do you just think it's gonna it's just something that they're going to be, um, you know, like like you're saying, do you, do you expect much wider sweeping changes compared to uh, anything else that we've seen, maybe uh, aside from Fortnite? Well, with how it's
5: being um, described as, you know, a, not a live service game without saying it's live service, saying it's ongoing, it's a platform, then, yeah, I think that that's what it sets the stage for is, a heavy focus on we want to have the absolute best arena and our forge mode and stuff like that are going to be there for people who are creative, which Fortnite has taken a huge advantage from of people's creativity, giving it a longevity, getting them to keep playing everything Mm. you're free to play. You don't require gold. I got to imagine forge mode would be included in that. And you can do things like perks for gameplay game pass ultimate because a lot of free-to-play games have been putting perks in there where you get some form of DLC. Like, there, there's still a reason for it. Maybe because it's their first party and their big thing, they put uh, the first season pass or something oh, yeah. in there. Yeah, that type of stuff. I think that'll be huge for longevity, but nothing's bigger than allowing people to be creative when they want to be and just play with their friends.
0: Yeah, I mean, good, really good points. Mike, what's your thoughts on that?
1: Um. Yeah, I agree with Jesse. I, I hope I hope the changes aren't so sweeping so fast, though, because then that would mean that they screwed up. <laughs> you know, like, not, not that they screwed up, but, you know, it wasn't as uh, polished or solid as that we would all hope at launch. But, yeah, it, I mean, the whole calling it a service, the whole service aspect and updating it, one, I'm happy that they're taking the multiplayer and campaign separate route because that that just gives them a lot more freedom and flexibility to how to balance things and um you know um i i don't know it it, it, none of this really changes my opinion of any of it because ever since they've been calling it a platform uh that's going to last 10 years i was like okay this is a game as a service that's not being called games as a service because that has a negative Common uh, image to, to it. it yeah exactly so yeah. now instead of a gas game these are games as a platform <laughs> and uh yeah
5: because it's not i think a lot of people always end up associating games as a service with loot games and
4: this won't be right and there's microtransaction service games that are that are fantastic
1: that are supported well that, yeah that lo- yeah et cetera. Et cetera. unfortunately and those are like in the minority which is what i think is causing the problem um if we had more games like uh oh, what's that ninja game I just had out the top Warframe? of my tongue War, Warframe. Warframe thank yeah, you yeah yeah
2: I was actually thinking yeah. of that exact same thing too
1: If we if we had more games like Warframe then I don't think people I don't think it would have the negative image no. it does you know, today
2: the Warframe I feel would actually fall under the game as a platform more so than game as a service in my opinion
1: Absolutely yeah. uh-huh. I I I thought they were the same I always saw them yeah, as they same are. Right?
2: GS different. in my head I feels more like I don't know like non giant games like I, I don't know if i'd consider fortnite a gas in, in, in that sense it is of course and, and i get that but i mean it's more than just a games as a service you know
1: oh I feel yeah like people just, live and die it, on it, it. yeah <laughs> like
2: yeah,
0: it, these it,
1: monikers it, are
0: it, just pointless. halo infinite is about the most gas gas ass gas game <laughs> 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 that will be released in this generation so i mean it is games as a service yeah i mean it. it and I understand the branding, right? Like trying to stay away from, you know, the pay to win thing that, that EA tried at one point and, you know, some of the other stuff that's out there. Uh, I, and I think, Mike, you brought up some good, some interesting points because I, I tend to be very optimistic right now, maybe on the, the more optimistic end of Halo Infinite than the average person. But, you know, when I hear the average person Uh, They're like, and they hear, oh, so you're already kind of setting it up that you don't, you can come out there and just drop whatever. But you hear that all the time, right? from people that are more pessimistic about, you know, whether it's Microsoft's, you know, output last generation or, or, you know, how Sea of Thieves launched and things like that. So you do hear some of those concerns that it gives, uh, you know, setting it up like that gives an excuse use um you know I, I try to keep everything in context though and i just think within the context i mean you uh, it, it it has a lot of exciting possibilities and i think mm-hmm. that you know you know based on the fact they delayed the year they know it can't just they can't just throw something out there oh, later
1: yeah <laughs> yeah i i i'm not saying i'm not saying that i think it's going to need a lot of change and a lot of polishing and stuff when it launches i'm you know i'm i'm half joking when i'm just saying that the the broad sweeping of changes that that you know we can we can see at, uh, done to a games as a platform or a games as a service or whatever. Um, I, I'm hoping it, it's not something that's needed at launch, but I'm, I'm half joking because yeah, I, I completely agree that the extra year, the extra time, everything, everything. When you think about it, everything that we've heard, seen, read um, since that poor first showing has been good in my opinion yeah. like they've been right. saying all the right things um yeah, yeah. so i'm not worried about it at all and 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 i i'm more um optimistic with this than i am with something like you know a game from ea um it, because if they stick with it as long as look as long as i get 3 games worth of content yeah. i would say like yeah. single player I, it, to me, it doesn't matter if the trilogy is three separate games or lumped in, in the one package. Yeah. I just, As long as they give me that uh, campaign narrative type of experience, then they can do whatever they want with the rest.
0: Uh-huh. Yeah, and you bring up another really interesting point. But actually, before that, I, I do want to get uh, Proven's thought on this, and then I want to come back to some of that stuff because you brought up some uh, interesting things that almost are, are new topics. But Proven, what, what is your thoughts on that?
3: um well specifically for the games as a service thing right yeah um yeah well i think the the thing about like the negative connotation towards games as a service is people imagine like a game where you have to pay money to progress or to do well Mm. um i think for halo that's like i'm assuming they're only going to be selling weapon skins and other customizations so i think the thing is they have to make a game that people want to play and people are going to pay money for it um so that's like the difference like as a platform like for apex legends like you don't have to pay any money for that game you could just play it and spend no money and have a good time but like i i like the other day i just spent like 10 bucks on the battle pass because i like playing that game so much
0: yeah no i I mean it's a good point and and i do think there is connotations and everything gets kind of lumped in with a broad brush just like almost everything in society these days you know you you kind of pick a characteristic, you, you you label it, and then everything else that can pick up that label seems to get lumped in with those negative characteristics or positive, I guess, depending on what side that you're on. Um, uh, Daniel, like any, any other thoughts on that, you know, about, about the the balancing aspect of it?
4: Yeah. And, and really quick on, um, you know, kind of reiterating what, what Austin was saying, you know, and Mike, games and services is such a, a kind of a misnomer of a moniker at this point because games that some people would never even consider as game services are such as state of decay or ghost of tsushima where they're adding new and additional functions and features and modes over the, the course you know they may not classify it as such but that is exactly what it is right
0: yeah absolutely so, um, great point, too, and, and, and Ghost of Tsushima, nobody, you know, that's like, yeah, that's a, it's I mean, that's a great weapon. example of, yeah, that's a games as a service, and it's a, and it's actually added to that community,
4: right? Yeah. Right, and it's very much a weaponized thing, and I think we all know which corners it kind of falls from, but um, as far as the, I think the balancing between single player and uh, multiplayer is fantastic, um, you know, one of the things that people have issues with games like Destiny is that they will balance something for pvp and then obviously everybody who only plays campaign or i'm sorry the uh you know the the fire team single player uh, strikes and all that kind of stuff you you end up uh, suffering as a result so i think having it separated knowing that they're going to be balancing specifically for weapon values for um you know campaign versus pvp is a, a huge plus in my book um I think that's only going to be helpful, but and I am optimistic too about the the general platform of things. But I hope that they balance that line between the, as we all know, the vocal minority that that come out online, that come out on Twitter, and say, "Hey, this needs a change. This isn't quote unquote balanced, or this isn't uh, it doesn't feel right." And so, if you if you respond too quickly, then then obviously that's problematic. So I'm hoping that they are. Familiar yeah. enough with their platform that they don't have to do that.
0: Yeah, really good points. Hey, we 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 do have a new uh, challenger that entered the arena. <laughs> we got um, we got Mister we got Mister Nick, uh, aka Special Ed, uh, aka uh, Nick Stone. <laughs> what? Uh, <come?
6: laughs>
0: <laughs> good lord! Uh, that's the second time we had to hear that today. So. <laughs> oh really? Why? Where'd you
7: hear it the first time?
0: <laughs>
5: What's um, going on? <laughs> oh, okay, okay.
0: He's he's <laughs> a practicing. <laughs>
1: right, right, right. So, it's good to see so Nick, to I, I know you
0: just kind of walked into the conversation halfway through. I don't know if you caught any of it or you want to, you know, uh, add in. we were we were just talking I about did the
7: first not, sorry, I've been I've been putting out spot fires. So oh. I I okay. have not heard.
0: Okay. So the the first topic was we're we're touching on the sandbox. And there's a, there's different aspects of it. Right now, we're talking about the, on the PVE versus PvP, how they're going to be balanced separately, and then how the game is going to evolve, you know, over time. Uh, how that was really emphasized, and so we just were talking about what we thought that meant. So, do you have any kind of thoughts on that initially? That jumped to mind. Oh
7: God, um, jeez. Or we can I'm move really, on and come really back. Be honest. All right, yeah, well, yeah. Well, feel free, <laughs> feel free. I just came in to annoy you guys, and I'll probably jump out the.
0: <laughs> Uh, it's it's all good man it's always always great to have you along so you know
1: yeah
0: before i I move on to the next topic i'll just kind of throw in a couple of thoughts i I think you guys really summarized it well so i won't just like repeat what a lot of you said regarding the uh, the gas versus platform and uh you know I, i i think it's Anybody has been following the game, there's nothing there that should be really that shocking. I, I will say the one interesting thing that just jumped to my mind that really hasn't been discussed much um, is, you know, as they talked about the difference between the PVE and the PVP being down separately and how the game is going to evolve. Again, we remember it's a platform and that the single player, like Mike was really even talking about, the single player itself uh, will also be... Um, evolving over time and uh, and, and I, I kind of wondered about that too because you think there's, there's probably going to be unique opportunities from that that you don't get when you have mainline releases every three years because when you have mainline releases every three years you really can't take too many chances you know on a game that needs mm-hmm. to sell you know a jillion copies every time uh, I think when you do have when you do have maybe these more iterative um, releases um, and in the change is not going to be in the game engine. They can spend some more time on, you know, balancing out the sandbox, trying different things with the, you know, level design and, you know, that kind of stuff. So I'm, I'm happy that they're maybe diverging. And and, that, and I think that's getting, uh, it's kind of been going under the radar. But the fact that the single player is going to diverge from the multiplayer and they're no longer... I, there's always been a little bit of a difference, but I feel like them just kind of pronouncing it and just creating that expectation gives them freedom to, to go further with that if they need to. Um, because sometimes we've seen, and I think a good example is maybe, maybe gears is not a good example, but we see like how maybe that's kind of hampered. It's that, that franchise's ability to move forward because people kind of expect a similar, you know, controls and, and balancing and things like that. And I think um you know, doing this might give them freedom to kind of play around with it a little bit more. So, uh, did anybody else want to jump in before I guess we move over? God, Mike, I know I, I was trying to save a thought that you were talking about, and now I forgot what it was. <laughs> would, you, <laughs> you, would you remember? <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> I mean, did I know, you know I talked
1: way? about. I know I talked about the, the platform aspect, and I talked about the difference in balancing plus. If they're gonna give me a trilogy in one package instead of three games, I'm okay oh, with okay. that too. Yeah, I you
6: think know, that's, that's
1: right. Uh, so. I'm hoping the opportunities that we see from that is we get smaller, I don't know, kind of expansion DLC.
0: Yeah.
1: That bridge the the larger I I don't want just consistent uh, destiny size expansions for the remainder of the 10 years. Like I want game size expansions. Otherwise yeah. I'm not going to be a fan of this approach.
0: Right. <clears> or <throat> maybe even some different types of expansions, some bigger, some smaller, like I enjoyed the gears, high busters, but at the same time, oh, yeah. that's, not, that's not a replacement for a full campaign either. Right. That is just a nice little appetizer <laughs> that, that comes through. So, yeah. And it'd be interesting to see how they handle that. I think the, um, yeah, I think you're right, Mike. That the expectations is people don't want to lose those, um, you know, those those ex- looking forward to a full releases. You know, just the the vent that comes with that stuff. So, so yeah, it'd be interesting. There is a, there is some upside and downside, like like we discussed with that. Can uh, I ask okay. one question? Yeah, you could.
7: Did we did we discuss that? Uh, I think it was a Reddit leak. I think. And it was some person just dumped a whole bunch of stuff, like huge, huge, you know, (laughs) hey, this is happening and this is happening. And in the mix of all this stuff that was leaked, it says that Halo is going to be delayed to 2022. (laughs) (laughs) Did we talk about
0: that? That is like the. Uh, no. I, 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 what else did that guy say? He said something That's about the, uh, genesis,
7: whole, uh, look.
5: the genesis of that leak is literally someone surmising stuff on the Xbox <laughs> yeah. Era Forum. That's what I said. Then it gets picked up and yeah. it got picked up on 4chan, but listed as rumor and not somebody's surmising guesses. Then that yeah. rumor on 4chan got picked up on Reddit. So it was literally it, it just looks, a guy it on. It like someone, yeah.
7: It looks like someone's just collated a whole bunch of the current rumors that are floating around, kind of tweaked them here and there, and then somehow just threw in Halo's being delayed to 2022. And I'm just <laughs> yeah, like oh, it's, it's still there. just a giant life.
5: aggregation of everything they could find around. Well,
0: that's how. Yeah. That's how. Think, that's the way to be an insider, though. You what you do is you take you apparently. take. The- yeah, other people's leaks, right? Then you, uh, you you throw in some educated duh guesses, and then you um, yeah. then you Good throw dear. in one or two things, yeah. one or two things that are original that make this make it look like you have some breaking news. Or and-
7: or what you do is you do what I do and make them all up. <laughs> and Then you get a six month ban. And then you get banned for six months
0: for Elvin.
6: Yeah, <laughs> oh, you only man. got six months.
0: Yeah. <laughs> I think they're seen. being generous. <laughs>
6: <laughs> it oh, permanent, right. so.
0: <laughs> oh, good times. Who's permanent? Oh, oh,
7: I am. Even oh. even I wouldn't say Halo's wow. being delayed to 2022. Yeah, that's just ridiculous. I don't even... I mean, they took a year off for graphics. They didn't take a year off to start the bloody game over again.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah, no, there's... That makes no damn sense. And I, and if it, even if it did, for some reason, get delayed to 2022, they wouldn't even know that right now. You know, there's enough exactly. that They should, at this Jesus. point in time, unless they're rebuilding the entire game, which they are not. Yeah, that's-,
7: that's what I'm saying. They Like, 2022 would suggest they've started the game again.
0: And they canceled the Xbox One, and then uh, Nick gets his point back. <laughs> yeah, that's
6: right.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Oh man! All right, cool, cool. So, um, hey, uh, so Nick, uh, any any thoughts on that before I move on to the grapple hook stuff?
7: No, no, no. Go on to the grapple hook.
0: All right, let's go into the grapple hook. <laughs> all right, but yeah, no, we we are gonna ignore uh bullshit rumors uh like like when Elden Ring is gonna release and anything on unfortunate. <laughs> yeah,
7: yeah. <laughs> ignore all the made up stuff. <laughs> <laughs> I uh, knew nothing about. I knew nothing about gearbox. I had a dream about it and just posted a tweet when I woke up. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I don't know, maybe you get some good premonitions. Some of or... the best to say I like know. It. I
7: mean, I dreamt about Seagull last night.
0: Uh, what? All right. We're, we. Uh, what? Well, maybe we should. <laughs> talk- should should we like hike should we put this show on pause and like talk about Sega and um
7: no. and I don't what? care if it's I don't care if I pronounce it wrong I'm going to stick with Sega. And I
5: don't I don't want to put myself Wait, on so last
7: Sega here. Wrong. Yeah, it's not the correct but, pronunciation. Um, what? Sega? What's that the correct? That is the correct. Yeah. Yeah, I mean Yeah, he says yeah, Sega. That's right. And I say Sega
5: and he knows it's wrong. He doesn't say Sega. I know oh. it's <laughs>
7: wrong. I still say it.
5: And like I don't want to put myself on blast here or get too off-topic, but on the webcam that I snuck into Ed's house uh, as I watched <laughs> him sleep every night, <laughs> I heard him saying, Teakland.
0: Oh, do I not <laughs> too? <laughs>
6: oh, my God.
0: Uh, well, so, so, so the uh, the small handful of people that, that listen to our podcast got a breaking rumor. You never know where you're going to get it. Um, mm-hmm. All right. So I'm going to keep moving on to the uh, now there's the grapple hook, and so as they kind of went through the questions, there's a couple things that came out regarding that. And uh, they did talk a little bit about the this, this new grapple hook that's added that we've all seen in the uh, the video. Um, so they were talking about the fact that you could grapple hook on a Banshee to skyjack it, that you can use it to pick up weapons on the ground. Obviously, you start thinking about that in the context of the sandbox. It does lend to some interesting possibilities. Um Proven, I'll start with you because I know that you are a big um, uh, equipment. Or you, yeah, you have
5: you have. He's a large... grapple shot enthusiast.
0: Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> you got pick <opinions laughs> stuff. So let's go yeah. ahead and start with you. What did you think when you heard about all that?
3: Um, well, yeah, this stuff I kind of assumed was going to be in the game. Like I figured, like they're not going to just put it just just to grapple walls. So, um, but yeah, it was great to have confirmation that they're going to do that i think they said like there's some other uses that they haven't discussed yet um so i think that's great because i think the the fact that it seems super powerful and it's going to be like something you can you can go pick up on the map kind of like a mini power weapon um i think that's that sounds really awesome and i'm excited to see like how it actually functions in the game
2: yeah like when we actually see it it needed the utility um Stuff like this, right? Otherwise, it's like uh, if I'm grapple a wall and I can't shoot during that time What's what's the point in the multiplayer map, right? Yeah mm.
0: Now I do want to ask you because because uh, you are more obviously you you're going you're you've been pretty loud about being a, a a Proponent of of sticking with more of a classic sandbox and things like that and, and never being a fan of the Spartan abilities some people um, from that side of things do have an issue with the grapple hook? Like they think it could be a problem in terms of the game balancing, this and that, or add too many mm-hmm. things into the sandbox. Do you see that as a as a potential issue, or or it, it, because it's a pickup, you don't really uh, see that
3: is? As, as I, I a think. Problem. I mean, if if it's super powerful, like if it's something where it's just like it kind of ruins the game, it could be overpowered. But like the, I think the fact that it's like let's just say on a regular map, there's only one grapple hook, so at most one person has it at a time, like, it, it causes less scenarios. Like, if if, for, if it, this was, like, an ability where eight people had it, like, I could see an issue where, like, everyone's flying around the map and grabbing stuff, it could be crazy, but I think the fact that it's basically a mini power weapon, like, they can make it a little bit more powerful without making the game too chaotic.
0: Yeah. No, that's a good point. And we and think you know, it will be in multiplayer?
5: Yeah, oh, for sure. I th- yeah, it'll, I think that they will have um, their multiplayer that's just a sandbox of go have fun, be crazy. It's not going to be as balanced as the esports version of it, where I would imagine
2: right.
7: there's probably no pickups. I'll be playing SWAT anyways. So that doesn't
2: matter. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I feel like the grappling hook will be something like, depending on who uses it, its uh, functionality is either amazing or completely useless right like let's say you pick up the yep. grappling hook and you're like mm-hmm. hmm, let me just grapple to this wall it's one time use it's gone someone else picks it up holds it until they really need to use it a weapon just spawns they grabbed it before anyone else can and they change the game you know it really that's what i like about it, it, it it's a lot of room for versatility
3: yeah it just depends because i know for like for halo reach um like the hardcore mode they actually put the armor abilities on the map so like the evade, huh. which was uh, was was like a ability the elite spawned with, they actually put that right. on the map. And it, if you picked up the evade, like like really good players would use evade with like some serious like crazy map movement. Um, so I I, I could see the grapple hook kind of being similar to that, where it's like the skilled players can yeah. they're gonna go run to that like as soon as they spawn because like okay I have to go pick that up,
0: which they're already doing for power weapons and yeah you know, over shields and you know uh, yeah, that's it. I, I,
3: I just see equipment in infinite as like many power weapons where like they're not they're probably not as useful to get kills as like a rocket launcher but like if you use it in specific ways
2: you could really like do damage with it yeah it all yeah. comes down to their balancing right
0: yeah uh daniel how about you man uh, what's your thoughts on that
4: yeah, I think uh, for for me, it really highlights how mature their physics physics model would be in this. If they're able to, uh, I mean, if it's as um, wide reaching, no pun intended, as it's as it's implying <laughs> in the blog. I mean, if you can grab weapons, you can you can hijack banshees. You can uh, use it more as just a tr- more than just traversal, but you can use it to actually, like Proven was saying, change the tide of a match. Um, a that, that excites me because then that tells me that their physics model is more than just um, it's it's more than just going to be uh, uh, to have collision detection on points of a wall or you know specific points around yeah. the map but it, it, on everything and that can also affect everything else. I think that's fantastic. Um, you know we'll have to wait and see how the balancing between the single player and multiplayer comes out with that, but I think it could be pretty cool.
0: Yeah, just really, just kind of. I, I think this is a lot of what people really wanted, um, you know, initially from the classic halos. It's really taking that the heart of halo which was a sandbox and just making it more advanced you know and i remember even some classic players talking about adding additional physics and it does sound like and when we get into our next area which is the um you know the vehicles that they kind of elaborate on that it does sound like there is a more sophisticated engine on this mike any any thoughts on that you know and i think that was actually a good point like which what's your thoughts on like physics and and
5: i like turtles
1: (laughs) <laughs> I well, I mean, I do. Who um, not the one thing that stuck out to me that I was really happy about was both um, both people in the interview were strongly indicating that uh, using it to hijack a banshee was not like an instant win. Like they they the conversation made it sound like you really it, it required some skill and that a you know they said yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. and stuff like that is really that kind of goes along with um what you guys are talking about with the physics but just also it, it, it's going to add options but it's not I don't know I like the lock on for the vehicles is one of the things that kind of annoyed me with the rocket launcher just because it it really killed the use skills. of some yeah it, it, anything that you can take down that doesn't require any level of skill I don't know that that's a drawback or a step back in my opinion so yeah, I'm I'm eager to see how they how it plays out, especially because the the original demo made it seem very rigid, if that makes sense. You know, you it's like no matter where you were you you were being pulled into other than the fusion coil, you were being pulled into the direction, and it didn't really seem like there was much physics in play there. It just looked like it was a a, a magnet. But yeah, yeah, I I'm eager to see how they
0: you know, how it plays out. And that's a really good point. I think that that was probably out of, out of all everything in the demo they showed in July uh, from a gameplay standpoint, I did like most of what I saw, obviously graphics were a different story, but uh, that was the one thing that did kind of bug me. Cause you know, when you're just hooking onto an elite, that's, probably weighing less than you and then you pull yourself to them you know that kind of was like uh, that that didn't make much you know that didn't feel right so i do hope they um can really balance that stuff so that you know obviously it makes more sense to pull yourself when you're hooked onto a vehicle versus you know i don't want to i don't want to pull myself to grunt so but you know that might end up Uh,
7: (laughs) yeah can can i ask something do any of you guys play fortnite
0: i do not Not no, not no, because
7: Fortnite, because <laughs> Fortnite has a, a grappling gun hook thing. They introduced it, I think, a season or yeah. more ago or whatever. And it it sounds like it works the way you guys are describing the way the Halo one might work. Like you can use it to bring you closer to an enemy, you can use it to get yourself on top of a house. You can use it to grab a weapon before someone else gets to it. And it has it doesn't seem to have broken Fortnite. Like if anything. Hardly anyone uses it. Hmm. But then Halo's a little bit different. Smaller arenas, it's not, <laughs> yeah. you know, I don't know. But yeah. If I, they if sound I, very similar.
1: If I remember correctly, the one on Fortnite, it's like a plunger gun, basically, and it has limited uses, I think.
7: Yeah, yeah. You get nine or ten uses. Yeah. 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 And it doesn't it hasn't really broken anything there. It's not bad.
0: Yeah, I mean, at the end of the day, I don't, I'm not really worried about anything breaking the game. I mean, going no. back, the, yeah. yeah, going back to the first thing we talked about. If if it breaks the game, they'll just remove it. Yeah, <laughs> that, that's and I think
2: worst case, there will be the core Halo, right?
0: Yeah, I, you're you're probably gonna have a mode that has very limited power weapons or weapons in general. Well, you know, the lim- thing is limited radar. The thing
3: is for three for okay, so for Halo 3, they for the hardcore mode, they basically took out all equipment and all like they took out like a lot of the stuff that was interesting about the game because they wanted it to be really balanced. But for three four three, they really seem like they really want the game that they ship to be the game that's competitive. Like I yeah. For the first couple of seasons for the Halo 5 esports, like they, they insisted on the assault assault rifle being there, even though the pros like didn't want that gun in the game. They eventually took it out, but I feel like first go around they're going to have like every like literally every everything that's in the game is going to be in the competitive mode and then like what is broken or balanced they'll probably fix it and then if that still doesn't work they might tweak it and take it out
0: yeah yeah i I think i agree with um with nick though on on its impact i I think it'd be more useful than what you're describing in Fortnite, but uh but you even think about like um if you think about like some skill based abilities, like using a ground pound, you don't see that very often, but because when you do see it, it's kind of like a highlight move. I can see some things happening with the grapple shot where, you know, people are going to have videos with, with them being like highlight. It's it's like a dunk in basketball, right? Like when you dunk on somebody, you know, when you can pull off that grapple shot of a vehicle moving or something like that. So I think it's going to lead to some fun things, but I, I, I fail to see it being, um, you know, game breaking like
7: that. I mean, technically, you you bring up a good point. You're probably right there. Like ground pound, I almost never see it used by like anyone. Right. But but when you do see it used, (laughs) it's usually used well, often on you. (laughs) Yeah. And (laughs) you bitch and moan and complain about how OP it is and how you want it gone, even though no one ever uses it.
0: It's very... Yeah, it's it accounts for very few kills in a in a game. But yeah, it, yeah. but it it is uh, something it is like getting dunked on, right? <laughs> in basketball. Mm. If, yeah. if somebody ground pounds you it doesn't feel good. <laughs> so yeah. well, uh, there
5: that, was a grappling hook used um that wasn't OP and it worked well. It was less um because I mean the the balancing in Titanfall 2 was very good in having the uh you know, people varied it up. There were there were good options. So even if it's very strong, if other options are very strong, then it all ends up being fine. You just have fun, anyways.
2: I mean, Titanfall Two, yeah. bytes, I thought the grappling hook actually kind of messed with the map design too much. Mm. If you know what I mean. Titanfall it One means- had this really tight map design where you could run across the entire map without touching the ground. Titanfall Two, mm. if you wanted to do that, you needed the grapple shot, uh, the grapple hook, sorry.
4: I think yep. yeah. they said with a few of the the newer maps, but I think in general the the map design for two just wasn't. Um, I think they were they were too busy trying to to utilize all the new toys, yeah. rather than it just wasn't you
7: know, good. Agreed. <laughs> but this well, is that, not the Titanfall podcast, unfortunately.
5: You, know, you can you can <laughs> see the pitfalls that you hope that three four three avoids yeah. based on things like that, right? Well, that's the, a great sorry, point, yeah. though. I
0: mean, like, no, you guys are bringing up an, an excellent point to kind of worth stopping. And I think that's probably the biggest fear. It's not so much like, hey, is it going to be overpowered? or, or break? But where it can break a game is when developers, um, when they, when they build the, the level design around things like that. And, and I think that's where you can kind of ruin... Or, and that's the, always a tough part when you start adding new things to the sandbox. You got to think about how does this how does this balance out with everything else? You know, I think like for example, I'll give you one example. Like in Halo Five, I thought uh, I felt like they wanted to force you to use like you know, your um, uh, uh, clamber ability, right? They built everything kind of at a certain height so that you had to jump and clamber, and and it kind of and it, and it kind of mess with the flow of, of a lot of the maps. And that's one of the reasons why a lot of the maps didn't. Feel amazing, um, you know. Like a lot of people, I, and me included, really like how the game plays in arena, but at the same time, the maps leave a lot to be desired. So you just hope that when they add these things in there, that they're not um, that it's that it's not breaking the flow of the gameplay within the maps. And so that is that.
5: another big help right. from the year delay too, is it's mm-hmm. that yeah. much more time to work on balance because you can see it in something like Overwatch where There are movement abilities, and so often those movement abilities all end up at roughly the same height. And so then the map's built, and you use this movement ability from multiple characters, and they all, if you'd use them, right, all bring you to that same height so you can get to that same part of the map with them. So being able to have more time and just go over it and over it and over it, and like they had playtests with um, pro players and streamers that were hinted at. Yeah. And you keep getting to do that for years and years. And the people who are really good at doing this, they help you make sure things mm-hmm. are fair, and that they there isn't just uh-huh. one by far the best ability. I feel like yeah, just the, hopefully. Right.
4: I was gonna say hopefully the delay allows us to get some flighting going. Exactly, on, that's uh, just among a, the players. Well, I just here. about to say that. I
3: think around July or August,
4: we'll see. Hopefully, hopefully.
7: You're like, that light.
4: I was thinking like before E3.
2: No, I'm thinking of
7: June. Well, at yeah, the I was about to say, I reckon what are we in now? February? I reckon well, before May, we should have something. Well, it's going
5: from not having any plans for it to now having plans for it. So I was, I thought that if they're going to do it and they've talked about it like they are, it would be something closer to, you know, late spring, early summer. Yeah, Eastern that's time. what I am thinking too. I mean, yeah. they mentioned yeah.
2: they're doing internal flighting um, already. Hmm. But I feel like it, a lot it, of times people think of the, the, the one-year Halo delay, and the only thing they think of is the campaign, right? But if the multiplayer...
3: That yeah, helps the multiplayer a lot.
2: Exactly. If, if the year delay lets us do a, a public flighting, that's a huge help to the multiplayer. Oh, yeah. Uh, per, per and, I, and, I, and
7: I guess we talked, we talked about um, Halo coming to PlayStation and Switch, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah, We're going to get to that later. <laughs> <laughs> I downloaded <laughs> it on Switch the other day. It's good.
0: <laughs> you you almost know the people that were predicting that whatever they say, usually opposite happens. But anyways, <laughs> uh, but Austin, I you know I started with you, and I know uh, you know we didn't give you a lot of time to talk on it, so I wanted to come back to you real quick. Did you have any other like kind of final thoughts on that topic?
3: Uh, no, well, quickly about the like the map design portion, I think I think when you have like. Um, the grappling hook being, at, at most one person has it. You kind of have to, like, map design doesn't have to be, like, thought as much when you're thinking the grappling hook. Because like, if everyone had the grappling hook, then you'd be okay. Well, we have to account for yeah. someone being able to yeah. grab a point at all times. Well, because like for Halo Three, like if I use the grab lift, like it's just me using it. So like the the map doesn't have to be designed about around me using it. Whereas like True. if everyone had it, then it's like okay, everyone. Like you, they have to make the map design around that. So I think that's like an advantage of it being uh, equipment.
2: So they'll just make like the playground, and then they'll let people do what they do with the grappling hook.
3: Yeah, like I, I that's the, thing, like, the that's like the thing I didn't like about Halo Five. I felt like they made the maps around like the abilities, which I didn't like that much. So I'm hopefully for Infinite, like it's not like it's not like they're making a map that's obvious. Like okay, they made this map with the grappling hook in mind. Like it just feels like a map that I could play on, you know.
0: Yeah. Yeah. No, I think that's a really good point. All right. Cool. So um, anybody have any final thoughts before I move on to the vehicle section? No. All right. Oh. We'll, uh, we'll go on to the vehicles. And this really ties back into, you know, physics and, uh, you know, what, some of the things that we were really. Some of the things we were just talking about but it did say that the warthogs could be damaged in other ways than just general damage uh in the gameplay reveal we see a warthog lose its front left wheel for instance and there'll be more like that that they plan to show later on so i guess this just brings up again another aspect of a layer that goes into the the sandbox and takes you know what was the previous classic sandbox and, and, you know, add some more dimensions to that. So anybody have any thoughts about vehicles and, and, you know, what this could mean? Um, Mr. Mr. Nixon, since you are new to the new to the show, I'll let you kind of start something. Do you have any thoughts about the vehicle side of things?
7: Um, not really. I think one of the other episodes I was on, we had talked about it. I don't know. I'm, I'm neither here nor there on the vehicles in Halo probably because I hardly ever use them. Yeah, (laughs) Even when they were a big part of it, they just weren't really a thing I ever used much outside of maybe traversal. Like I never used them strategically, so I was never really, I don't know, I guess I don't have the um, experience to talk about them properly.
0: Yeah, saying so I am probably in a similar boat. I played 2000 hours in non-vehicle modes and <laughs> and, and, and very little in vehicle mode, so I get that. You know, uh, so I know that you you've always been a vehicle guy. Did it, did anything they say like excite you about this or or make you think anything different or is it just kind of like, hey that's neat and, you know, it's not really going to oh. affect the game too much?
2: I mean, I think this is the first time they specifically mentioned the uh, the uh, the driver's wheel blowing up, right? For example.
0: Yeah, yeah, I didn't. I didn't catch that I, when they were doing. Like they said, it was in the gameplay. Reviews. Yeah, it, it like, was. People
2: brought people, it yeah, up right some, at the end. Yeah, right some people when
5: said they, uh, suicide grunt.
2: Yeah, yeah. You'd have to pause. So it was only like four frames or something. Okay. Um, but yeah, some people were it. like, "No, it's not actually there. No, they're not actually doing that." So it's nice to see that they did confirm that. Yes, indeed, certain parts of the vehicle are blowing up more than others. I feel like uh, this does go back to physics, which is a great sign, yeah. Yeah. right? Um, that they're doing this, but also I feel like it also increases some of the stuff you can do, or maybe decreases. Let's say you have a ghost and you, I don't know, ram a certain enemy type or something. Maybe only that side of the ghost is getting damaged, or, or you know what I mean. There's a lot of possibilities yeah. they can do here.
4: Yeah, I was going to say, you know, with them working with turn 10, they talked about, you know, tessellation of ground and the suspensions reacting differently based on the physics around the new model. Um, I think having uh, a wider array of, of effect on vehicles could potentially change the game i mean strategically you know i'm a huge vehicle guy in in modes that that have them um you know banshee ghost scorpion all that kind of jazz Um, i typically use them more than just for the weapons that are on the vehicles um you know with with the ghost i mean it's a ramming rod right so like having (laughs) having this new change Could directly affect how I approach those same situations.
2: You know, now that Um, I think about it, um, damageable vehicles, uh, so far, at least in in any Halo game, the only way to destroy, um, say, the turret on a vehicle is by destroying the entire vehicle, right? Right. Yeah. So could this mean that now you can target maybe just the turret, for example? I mean, I thought about that. Them. Well, yeah. when they talked about it, he talked
5: about going after the wing on a um, Banshee. So it definitely seems, you know, it seems like they are going for that a bunch of different areas that all have different I mean, technically you could vehicle. take out
2: the little wings and the Banshees before it too, but now will it per- mess with the actual flight? More like a That's it. what yeah. it sounds like. Damage. Yeah, like it'll
5: actually have more, instead of it just being this, it goes from one mode to one mode to blown up. It's you have all these little damage areas you can go after that have their own that list sounds of really cool. effects.
4: And it sounds like it's cool. more than just aesthetic. It sounds yeah. like it's actually going to af- affect the drivability or the functionality of said vehicle. Yeah, that sounds great.
0: Yeah, when you extrapolate what they mentioned, they're losing its front wheel. I mean, there's no point in doing that if it's going to drive the same. Yeah, <laughs> <Right? exactly. laughs> So um so Mike you've been quiet on this which is uh, unusual so uh, why don't you jump in <laughs> any, any thoughts on that
1: Um no I mean I, you guys have been pretty much covering it real well I, this is another I know they focused on or only I think they only mentioned weapons before but I think vehicles again especially with this um uh larger lean on physics or the physicality of it I guess or reaction of it um tweaking it different between campaign and multiplayer, you know, uh, it, that's going to be another, I'm assuming they're going to do it in that way because I'd hate it if, I don't know, I, I I think vehicles should probably be tougher for the campaign than the multiplayer. Oh, for sure.
6: Agreed. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so,
1: you know, stuff like that. But um, it's weird that, um, I, I wonder how they're going to...
0: I was going to say, you got to drive all the way to the other side of the map with a flat tire. That'd be a pain in the ass. That, yeah. That's yeah. you
1: know, that's exactly what I was. Another, the next thing I was going to talk about, like I think, it was in the last podcast that we talked about scenarios where you have to use a vehicle, right? Or environments where it's not practical to run. So you know, I, again, I, I kind of go back to how is that going to be dealt with within the campaign? Um. <laughs> because if you have a flat tire (laughs) and you're driving (laughs) on three tires okay this is actually a weird okay
3: so i recently this is kind of off topic but i recently bought the halo infinite warthog like the little toy and i noticed on the back of it that there's like gas cans and like different like mechanical stuff i'm I'm kind of interested if like maybe (laughs) like maybe they'll do something where like you have to repair your warthog State or something. Case or like maybe like fuel it up. Like that would be kind of annoying. <laughs> but I'm just curious. They do something. You like press that? down on the
5: D-pad, go into build mode, and then once you get <laughs> next to the vehicle, it turns into a little torch, and you hold it, and a circle goes, and there you go. You know what? That <laughs> I actually.
1: Wonder, I wonder if they're going to go full crisis mode, and you can shoot the gas cans on the back to blow up the whole warthog.
3: Yeah, yeah, that's I was thinking about too. Um, if they're trying to
5: be
2: realistic, that doesn't actually happen in real life. <laughs> yeah, cars don't blow up. Um, no, though you okay. know what, though I, I can't stop thinking of something like you see a ghost charging you, and if you hit it just right, its uh, dash stops being usable. You know, stuff like that. Yeah. Yeah. That'd be cool.
0: Yeah, it definitely adds another layer. Uh, did did let's see? Did we miss anybody that wanted to talk about the vehicle thing? Kat, Nick, Jesse, Austin. Anything else?
6: How about nope. you, Poochie? Poochie.
0: <laughs> Who the hell is that? <laughs> No, he doesn't have any thoughts on it. Um, All right. Yeah. I mean, really, the only thing that came... Oh, go
2: ahead. Really quick. Sorry, one bad. Um, This is technically a different topic, but it's just something that that came to my head um, when uh, Jesse mentioned it. Do you guys think we'll ever see Forge implemented in single player? Yes. In the the sense that you can create your own things in the campaign?
0: Yeah. I I I feel like that's going to be a separate show and we're going
2: to have to bring out... Yeah. Let me write this this down. I'll bring this up next time.
0: Yeah, no, it's absolutely. I, I think that's been a speculation. I, I know it's been something that people have thought about, and and you see it in other games, like you know, Halo's version of Mario Maker, I guess. Yeah. You know, there's there's definitely a lot. Well, of, and I was thinking
2: more like Fallout Four.
0: Yeah, yeah, something like that. Um, But, yeah, I think there's a good reason to speculate on that, but it's going to be its own show, own topic, I think. Um, So, yeah, just kind of finish up on the the vehicle stuff. I think you guys covered it all pretty well. You know, the only thing, the only additional point that I would think about is, and it just goes back to the physics in general. It's like, all right, this is really cool that they're adding this to the vehicles. Obviously, there's only so many many things, I think, that you can – uh run additional physics on and have it still run on the xbox one much to Nick's detriment um so you know you you wonder how much mm-hmm. is left over for, for other things but uh, i i would i for a while i've been wanting to see more levels of physics added to the environment you know like i remember there was some really limited things they did with halo 2 initially but you know at the time like something but they, you know obviously they've never really gone that far with physics in there and that does change the balancing aspect but um but i do think it's worth um hoping for to see if there is going to be some additional levels of you know maybe destructible environments um you know different things that could change the the balance and uh i guess we'll have to wait and see on that Um, So I'll go ahead and move over because I know we are already up to an hour so we want to go ahead and move on to the the weapons aspect so I'm going to just instead of going through each of these bullets one by one I'm just going to read off all of them and then let you guys kind of jump in and what really stands out to you. Uh, So they talked about the new and classic weapons will be added over time to the game as well as various updates to existing weapons. One thing they mentioned was the spike grenades have blades. So when you stick something with it, it does instant damage even before exploding. So grunts will die in one hit just from the stick itself before the explosion even happens. They did talk about the classic shotgun. They believe there is room for the classic shotgun in the sandbox. In addition to the bulldog that was shown in the video, I think a lot of people have speculated that, you know, maybe with the bulldog, there wouldn't be a, a... There wouldn't be a classic shotgun, especially with 343 talking about not having these weapons, you know, be too similar like they might have been in Halo 5 and and 4. uh, But he did say there is a new never seen before weapon filling the role of the classic shotgun at the moment, and there are are, of course, many weapons they've yet to show. Uh, Another thing they mentioned is if we want to bring a legacy weapon back, we want it to play like how it did in the classic games. An example being when they said they, uh, being the Magnum back in in addition to the sidearm they have now, uh, it feels like classic Magnum rather than being like how the Magnums in CE 2 and 3 all play very differently. Uh, and uh, they they basically said they want fans to be able to recognize it when they add it in. And then the final bullet point on weapons was, he mentioned the sidekick pistol. It's similar to the gunfighter in Magnum and Halo 5. Um, And uh, he did confirm multiple types of damage types. I think we talked about that last time. Uh, The Ravager, for instance, is a red plasma brute weapon, which burns hotter and overheats faster. Uh, so that was a new thing, and he said there would be other types of plasma and damage types in the game as well that they'll elaborate on later. So that's a bunch of different things. I um, won't have to touch on everything, but out of those things, is there anything that sticks out? Again, I, you know, I, I am going to start with you again, Proven, just because, again, I know this is like kind of your your passion area. So uh, some of the, yeah. the, the weapons balancing. So I'll let you begin. Like What, what sort of things did you hear in that that... Um, that really stuck out
3: to you. Um, I mean, the the spike grenade thing was interesting to me, but the only thing what I was thinking, like, if if you stick someone, like, they're gonna die anyway. So I'm just kind of curious how like that actually works. Um, I, I I guess you could if they're really low shields, you will throw it at them and they die before it explodes. Um, yeah. I, the thing I, I think, like, the way I've always envisioned Halo Infinite is it's gonna be a game with like they're gonna eventually bring back every weapon like like they're going to have the halo combat pistol eventually they're going to have the like the brute shot like they're going to have everything so like the way I've envisioned infinite's kind of like the in like the culmination of all the halos kind of into one so I think like, that's kind of what I think of when I think about that
0: Okay yeah I mean a, a good point I, I, on your point of the of the uh, the spike grenades you know normally when you stick like an enemy they usually get to run a little bit after you know you stick them so this means i guess they they hit the ground right when you stick them so i I guess that could change it could change some things in in the balancing aspect Uh, although i always like to see people run back into their friends and then blow up (laughs) um (laughs) how how about you mike uh what's your thoughts any anything kind of stand out to you specifically in the weapon balancing
1: no not really i mean I, i like how they're making different i guess subdivisions with the plasma that's kind of that that's not really too new they've done that before like Bungie's done that but we'll see how far they take it I, i'm i'm playing i don't know i it's all good that's my thoughts
0: <laughs> <All right>. <laughs> <Sure> <laughs> no, no red flags <laughs> daniel what about you man uh, any thoughts on it on the weapons
4: yeah i mean um i think having the the full collection is nice i think that um, you know, as it's a platform of Halo for ten years, as they anticipate it being, I think that was an eventuality anyway. Um, And I, th- I, I normally I would be a little bit more skeptical, just having some of those weapons back that weren't balanced, but knowing that they are going to be a different balancing uh, provision for campaign versus multiplayer um, makes me feel a little bit better about that. So, um, like Mike, I'm, I'm curious to see how the, the different plasma kinetic and whatever additional damage type they mentioned, how that will actually play out in, in, you know, in on the ground battles and also how they are actually different because so many times, so many of the time, you know, somebody will say, Hey, we're doing a new damage type and it's really just, I mean, it's just a new visual effect for the same type of effect. So, hopefully this is actually different. and hopefully that'll build new strategies
1: um, around those. So
6: yeah,
1: I just thought of something. So we've been talking about like this thing being a ten year platform and stuff. In a typical like say trilogy uh, setup, two you know part two and three will have additional weapons, so on and so forth. With this being a platform, let's say we do get our game sized expansion in like three or four years Mm -hmm. well i mean what do you guys think about new weapons being introduced in that expansion but now they're kind of backported in a way to the beginning of the game you know like basically how you know how are the i wonder how that would play out whether or not that would change any kind of balancing or change any kind of for
3: the campaign like specifically
1: yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. if they introduce new weapons in the in an expansion that's, you know, the pseudo-sequel, let's say, the second major update or however way they're going to frame it, I mean, how... Granted, you know, they can keep it completely separate. They can make it so that their original campaign is fr- will always be the original campaign. Um, yeah. But I don't know. I just wonder if they're going to try to add some... Uh, uh, Yeah, I mean, it's kind of, because I know for, like, for Destiny, it's, like,
3: you always have your, whatever weapon you have on, like, they're always with you, but for Halo, it's, like, you pick them up in the sandbox, so that would be, like, really, I mean, I guess they could, like, just, like, swap them out or something, but, like, I, I actually don't know how they would do that, that's a good question, I've never even thought about that. Well, the way that
5: this is set up and the way that the map looked, I have always wondered if they are going to have hubs where you can go in, you can get vehicles, you can choose the weapons you want. You know, if you have something like that, it gives you an easier way to get newer vehicles, newer weapons and and stuff like that back into the campaign, um, you know, as you're adding things as years goes along.
0: I, I think it's, a, it's actually a great topic, uh, Mikey, that you brought up. And it's almost it, it almost is like a separate thing. <laughs> you can almost do a separate speculation, uh, you know, meaty topic on this particular thing. Uh, and I'm hoping they do drop some information. But even on the PC, like if you looked around, the PC like has mods where they change like some of the balancing, some of the uh, – there was like a big – I watched a video on one that came out where they redid – Halo CE with all these different weapons, and and people said it was really fun, and it made it like a new game. And you know, recently a game that I booted up for the first time ever with mods was Skyrim. You know, I haven't got too far back into that because I don't have much time for that right now. But um, it is interesting that to think about what Halo could be as you maybe. Because you know their the campaigns have always been very replayable. So seeing as they add different weapons, or you know, uh, seeing what maybe the community could do with like mods, I think it'd be very interesting with the the PC community if they do give them the ability, or give everybody the ability to, you know, tweak things within the campaign. So hopefully that is something that happens. Um, anybody who didn't get to speak about the weapons want to speak about the weapons? No? Uh... Yes.
7: Uh, I was going to say because something I kept hearing everyone say, and I've always wondered why. Everyone keeps mentioning this 10 year thing. Has 343 three oh. ever said anything about 10 years? Yeah. I think they have. They?
6: Yeah, I'm pretty oh, sure,
7: like know. in the initial announcement. I don't ever but, recall them actually ever mentioning ten-year plans. I think that was just something everyone assumed based on what they think Infinite I is. I remember three-four-three uh, calls three, yeah. the yeah, start no, of the next ten years for uh, I, Halo. I
1: have That's a quote. I could read. They, it. they have a Halo waypoint uh, blog post or no?
3: Um, okay, so in July or whenever Chris Lee he said. Um, He said Infinite will grow over time as the start of the next 10 years for Halo and then building that as we go with her. So maybe it, I I think what he's saying is Halo Infinite is going to be like, it's kind of like the beginning of a 10 year plan. And I guess everyone's assuming that it's going to be like Warzone or something where like it goes on for a while. But like, I'm assuming they're eventually going to release a sequel, but it's not going to be like Mm. every three years, like the previous. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay,
4: I think it's in combination with the fact that Forza Motorsport is also intended to be yeah. a platform, platform. title. Yeah. So mm-hmm. I think fun. that in combination with Chris's statement and 343's general statement, yeah. it, I think is led everybody to think so.
5: And their tech focusing on keeping game file size down, both between not having to run it off a disc anymore, so you don't need any redundancy, and also some of the uh, direct ML uh, machine learning stuff they're doing where yep. you have a very small image file that's been trained to get up res to the 4k version of it are the things that keep the bloat down that Destiny is suffering from. Where they had to cut out a ton of content and that still, people still liked playing and it paid for, dumb decision because mm-hmm. the game was going to be like 160 gigabytes and they're trying to avoid that.
2: Uh, hmm.
0: That is interesting to back to the
2: weapon topic really quick um one thing i w- wanted to mention was i feel like 343 has this really big challenge in front of them and not even just that they're making halo but in that they need to make a game mode or a few game modes that are attractive enough and last long enough to warrant all the old weaponry coming back and the classic weapons and everything because if it's anything like halo 5 mm-hmm. just because there's every single weapon in halo series in the game doesn't mean that that's the game mode that's being played by the people right. you know what i mean
1: Right. Or it's the right way to even do it. Yeah, right? exactly. Yeah. It's, it's yeah, and that's a why challenge. even even if they do add on additional weapons, let's say they add on the additional weapons for the second update into the first campaign. Yeah, I'm hoping there's like an, a, a default mode or something. Maybe there has to because
2: be uh, I mean, we'll,
1: yeah, kind of like it, because you balance a typical halo campaign okay a good halo campaign has uh like the the firefights balanced based on the weapons that are made available yeah and that's part of the same i mean, I'd
2: argue every halo game does that um by design yeah even even yeah. Halo 05
1: uh i guess it has
2: hidden weapons right hidden power <laughs> weapons where you'd have you turn left instead of going right and you find a binary rifle You know what I mean? Yeah. So,
1: like, the whole sandbox, like, the replayability with the Halo campaigns has largely been based on how well-designed that sandbox has been, recreated over and over and over again, and so hopefully they they put a lot of thought in any changes they make.
2: I I feel like there's no reason to even go back and change the original campaigns even after you add more content, because it's still narrative, it's still story-driven based, right?
4: So... Yeah, but I think Mike's talking about the firefights you know, being balanced around the tools at hand is kind of how they determine how many AI are in the play, how many vehicles are on the field, you know. I mean, yeah, no, but you know, what I
2: mean around. though is that like when Halo Infinite comes out, let's say it has a 15, 20 hour story main campaign. Let's say four months later they release another five hour campaign. That five hour campaign release or that update release doesn't have to affect the original twenty hour campaign, you know?
1: No, but I I mean I but I just mentioned earlier about the possibility of it like them oh, okay. backboarding or updating the original campaign with yeah, if it new weapons that you use
4: expansions.
1: And it could be one of those. I mean, it, it could be beneficial. It could breathe new life in the yeah. original campaign. Yeah, yeah. I, I just hope they don't, they put a lot of thought into how that's going to affect the ebb and flow of the.
2: Yeah. And to be honest, they're the already encounters. kind of uh, difficult considering that this is the first Halo game where you can go to encounters with, who knows what weapon, what gear, you know, because it's not as linear as the previous games have been.
1: Yeah. Uh-huh.
0: Yeah, and, and Mike, just to piggyback, piggyback off what you said, I think we talked about it in the last show, too, and I'll be honest with you, just kind of my, my final thoughts on the the weapon thing. It's probably out of, out of all the updates the thing that doesn't move me that much because, in my opinion, I still really liked you know, one of the things that really stood out to me with Halo when I first played it, the CE franchise, it didn't have more weapons than everything else out there. They just were different, and they they all had a purpose. And I think we talked about that last time. And and so, and really, until I start seeing how these things affect the sandbox, which, based on what they described, it's kind of hard to picture right now. I think you have to be playing the game to really get an idea. Uh, it's going to be hard to really, based on descriptions, you know, get too worked up on uh, yeah. the weapons. Because more is not better. Uh, I do hope that I yeah. do like that including all this stuff because for mod purposes, like to you what you were saying, like it'd be kind of neat if somebody goes back and you know takes some classic weapons and maybe rebalances a game with a mod or something like that, or you know does some some cool you know forge. Game types with old weapons, yeah. uh, but in terms of the initial base game, it's just going to come down to quality over quantity, um, which Halo always needs to rely on, and and everything having a purpose. So, you know, I don't get excited about hearing about two different shotguns. Uh, you know, hopefully, they're very different, and and right now we don't have much context on that, so I'm not worried about it. But it doesn't excite me either. Um, so I guess that's kind of where I'll leave it. And, and as, by the way, anybody who's listening to the show, uh, Soul's Internet did cut out for 40 seconds when I was talking, so it was not, nothing big. Um, so I, <laughs> any, any final thoughts before? I know we're, we're going long like we always do. I want to go try to move us along to uh, the last couple of news items so we can have time for community questions. Um, so one of the, there's a couple of things that came out over the last week. Uh, one, there was a big to-do about, uh, you know, a job posting, which it looks like it was later cleared up by, uh, who is it, John, from the uh, community team that, that th- there's a job posting related to like a new role for a new um, aspect of Halo. Uh, I can't remember how they worded it exactly. Uh, it was later cleared up that they're not, um, that that new Halo, Halo Infinite role wasn't for like a new spin-off. Uh, at least that's what they're, they're claiming right now. But it did get a lot of people in the community talking, um, you know, about some potential with spin-offs and things like that, because that isn't something that's come up much. And then in addition to that, uh, we just learned that you know, Halo 2 or Halo Wars 2 is now being discontinued. So there's not going to be much happening on that front anymore. So it does look like they're now all hands on deck with Halo Infinite. So, <laughs> my question to everybody here is you know, first of all, like when you first heard about the new role, uh, you know, was there anything you were really hoping for? And, is there things that you are still hoping for in terms of 343 being allowed to do some Halo spin-offs? You know, what are some things you like to see in that regard? Uh, and then realistically, do you see that happening? Or or is it maybe because Halo is uh, so modular that they just don't feel like they need to, you know, to do that kind of thing? So uh, let's do a round table and just get kind of general thoughts on that. Daniel, let's go ahead and start with you on this one. What is What is kind of your general thoughts on and th- those those aspects
4: well to start out with um you know i, I think we have seen a string of uh, linkedin uh, position changes and new uh, new hires that always seem to to spur the mo- or, and and uh departures from three four three three four three that always a new story from somebody so i've kind of i've kind of gotten jaded and anytime something news mentioned i just kind of ignore it i did see yeah. this all uh Unishek's um reaction uh his his uh, updated tweet about how hey this is just related to halo infinite i think that um over time we might see some I, i'm still hoping for some new spin-offs you know i'm still hoping for um, you know nick had that wonderful dream of sega being brought into the fold so i'm still hoping for a day when Creative assembly gets to do a halo wars 3 because 2 was amazing and you know i think for me that was the the, the worst news um from the batch was the fact that uh, there there is no plan for a halo wars 3 um but i'm i'm hoping that you know if because um, the 343 has also grown a lot over the past three years and i'm hoping that that continues so that maybe they can break out into pods to do something additional aside from just uh you know live uh, update team for infinite and you know whatever expansion team that they've got built for new content you know i'm hoping that um, they see that there is a market for something like another odst yeah. That would be fantastic. I mean, I'm, I'm all for it. I mean, there's no sign that that's the case yet, but I'm, I'm hopeful. But obviously, it's definitely not from this, this job posting.
0: Yeah, you're right about that. We probably, it, it, really, it's just an excuse for us to think about it. <laughs> but we know, <laughs> no,
4: and and that's totally fine. I just, you know, I'm glad that we we aren't to the type of people who will write a, a two page, uh, uh, article about some new job pointing to a new Halo game or. Or a uh, a new platform that it's going to be coming to, so
0: or, or Halo going to PS5, which will be the next <laughs> topic. Uh, <laughs> no, good point, Sir Daniel. Uh, so, how about you? What, what do you think about that?
2: Uh, I mean, mm, the for the most part, that rumor was pretty pretty much debunked. Um, that there's a new Halo game. I, I do think though that the wording of the uh, of the job opportunity and the fact that we know that it's uh, uh, related Halo Infinite instead means, and this might be me reaching here a little bit. In fact, it is me reaching that we might see some possibly non traditional uh, expansions in Halo Infinite. Yeah. If you know what I mean.
0: Yep. And that's, I wanted to go there too, but you know, it's good. Yeah. Go ahead and elaborate on that. Because like, I, uh, think that's
2: I mean, <laughs> it's hard to elaborate on something that I uh, kind of pulling out of thin <laughs> air. Um, like, what does non traditional even mean? When I think about it, does it mean ODST? Does it mean like a, a different set of characters? Does it mean like a different location? There's a lot of things. Is it cover shooter now. Yeah, right. It's <laughs> got to be a first-person shooter, right? They're not going to release a non-first-person shooter expansion in a in an FPS game, right? <laughs> you know, what, actually, I,
0: I'm going to go to Nick on this one, because I think there's some websites that are bored and need to, to, to take uh, a prediction and make it a, a rumor. Um, so, Nick, what's your thought? Of, he's on mute. Um, <laughs> Nick, what's your thoughts on that? Any, any, kind, of, uh, any kind of hopes or, or beliefs when it comes to how, uh, you know, spinoffs or, you know, how Halo will keep progressing in that regard?
7: Oh uh, I'd love spin-offs. I'd love I I want that Lego Halo game to come back and I I don't know I think they could do all sorts of stuff but you know with it's funny with other platforms do you think so obviously we all know that the Halo multiplayer is separate mm-hmm. and you guys have all said many many times how it's free to play and they want to get it in as many hands as possible and blah, 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 blah. Do you think they just put the Halo multiplayer on other platforms?
6: Yes. Is it, is it possible?
7: And I know this is going to sound stupid and crazy and whatever, but do you think it's possible they could put the Halo multiplayer, the infinite multiplayer on PS5, on, um, Switch Pro, whatever. PC, I think Pro,
5: the only just a multiplier, stuff, their stuff will only be on places that okay, Game Pass. Correct. I was
1: gonna say the same yeah. thing, everything
5: I mean, 100%. You, if you do Game Pass, sure, we'll put other stuff in there, and then you're getting the Pass, multiplayer is free, it, though. Uh, yeah, yeah, but then that's your exactly parts like are I was into it. I know the multiplayer is free, but. Yeah. That change alone isn't going to make anything multi-platform for a first party that yeah. has only ever been on Xbox. Cause in the long run, you can still only play that on a phone if you subscribe to game pass. Cause then you get Xbox games through that. You don't just get an Xbox Android version of Halo infinite without streaming it through the X
4: cloud. I, so, and, I, and furthermore, I would posit that with PC, with mobile, uh, via Game Pass, especially since iOS will have it in the spring via Safari browsing. I mean, the kind of like what Phil has said time and time again when asked about, do you need to put Bethesda titles on PS5 to make your money back? His answer is always no, because, because the, the platform base of PS4 and PS5 and Switch compared to the totality of mobile and PC and Xbox, it's a drop in the ocean. So I just don't yeah. think there's a need to.
7: Yeah, I know. But like, because the multiplayer is free, it's not like that. The multiplayer is not a Game Pass driver. It's effectively independent of Game Pass. The campaign is a Game Pass driver, but the multiplayer isn't. So what if 343 and Microsoft's goal for the Halo multiplayer is to be another Fortnite or another Warzone?
6: And be it can' its be.
7: own thing. like to to just become its own thing, completely independent of a halo campaign. It's just a yeah. thought. I'm just saying, like just something to mull over. Like, I just yeah. wonder if that's I think their that's ambition. The, that's for the it. type
5: of thought that gets Phil annoyed because in the end he'll say we never get anything from any of the other platform holders. Well, Jesse so says why so do people yeah Why do people keep expecting us to put stuff on other platforms when those other platforms are never putting stuff on ours? Was I think, you know when it, people kept oh. asking about Ori, which we knew was coming and he knew was coming, but still it's like, well, why, damn it, why can't we get something?
7: But they put also, themselves in that getting situation. Getting MLB the show, aren't they?
0: yeah you know not my choice
5: can i was uh still getting it you can never talk again daniel Daniel.
4: (laughs) (laughs) so i was gonna say we also have to remember that the reason fortnite is on everything is because epic that's that's literally the only game they make that is the only project that they have had for how many years now 343 has mcc that they'll be upkeeping they've got infinite um and to, and and most of these developers, by the way, also have never developed on a Switch SDK or a PS4 or PS5 SDK. So the amount of effort that would go into um, being able to optimize for those platforms to have a good enough experience that that Three Four Three would be happy with, I think, would be such. A, it would be such, for such yeah, a minimal return. I,
3: well, I, I mean, I was, in this, I was just say real quick. I, I think that like it took them but four or five years to put like infinite like i i'm just that would put a lot of strain on three for three to ask them hey i'll go manage all these different platforms I mean, it like doesn't I, I have to be immediate the,
2: right it could be after no, no
3: i I, I, I just think it's one of those things where it's just like if if you want people to go into the xbox ecosystem putting halo on another platform like doesn't make sense like yeah i'm sure it you'll, you'll make it. a little bit more yeah, money like, but like
7: okay yeah I understand but, that but, logic. But you don't but I'll hey, counter Nick, it. I'll Nick, counter it with a, a my more... brand of logic. <laughs> I'll, you don't, I'll you counter don't... it with my brand. So who ported Rocket League to Switch? Was it Psyonix? I don't know. No. It was, no, it was, uh... it was not. It was Panic Button. Who's porting Apex Legends to Switch? It's not Respawn. It's Panic Button. Yeah. They're all part of that ecosystem. So you're saying acquire panic button? right i don't know <laughs> i'm saying that what <laughs> if what if what if they want halo multiplayer on everything so that halo multiplayer is up there with fortnite warzone rocket league all those other free to play games and yeah maybe 343 can't manage porting it to ps5 but maybe someone else can but then
4: if we throw in the equation of cross platform as much physics that are our- in the, the engine that are, that we're hearing about i mean you're forking you're having you're going to have to fork that again
2: well it would be switch a, pro just, if he's if he's if he's talking about this it wouldn't be the switch no way
4: yeah but even still i mean you're not going to convince me that a switch pro yeah, can yeah. can handle the the physics or the the ipc that why the, not why not why not if og xbox can why not well i'm 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 still on I'm, I'm still on the fence that the <laughs> xbox one version will even be Base give, and not actually XCloud. I don't know. I'm. I'm still. I'm still. Don't give. Weird. Don't give Nick <laughs> any holes. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
6: But I mean. No, okay. I, I yeah. get, Sorry.
0: I do got one thing to say about that, and, and I and I do think we, we should be careful because this could actually turn into an hour long topic that has nothing to do with, <laughs> with really um, Nick, This I, is I, what I do. I know. This is like we, we found a new squirrel. Like we gotten completely off the rails. But I, I will say, um, you know, first I'll preposition this. I, unlike most of the community, I think this pisses people off when i say this i don't care what's exclusive and what's not Mm. at the end of the day i do i do care about you know the success of game pass because that is the thing that i really like about the ecosystem and the thing that i think they really bring so whatever makes that you know successful in the long run cool i i I don't really care about who wins on twitter with plastic with list wars and, and and all that Yep. But I will say that to to Nick to your point, I can see a rea- I can see two different realities, and one of those where we're bringing some things over to PlayStation actually builds up the mind share of your IP so that five years from now, five, six, seven years from now, when, Five G can help streaming become a more mainstream thing. All of a sudden, now you're actually more empowered, and you actually are in a better position because your IP's now resonate more throughout the general community. So, like that isn't something I I, I necessarily write off. What I will say yeah. that I I don't think Sony would ever allow that. So that's why yeah. I, I feel like it's kind of yeah because oh, I, yeah. I'll tell you why because if you. <laughs> Yeah, because here's the thing. If you put uh, your multiplayer on that and it does like the Fortnite blow-up thing, the one thing Halo has that Fortnite doesn't have is a single-player campaign that that Mm. really drives mindshare. And if you're going to constantly release campaign stuff that's going to Game Pass that's not on that platform. What you're gonna do, what what I, I would actually argue for you if I was in the boardroom with of, of Microsoft and, and uh what 343 and somebody said hey yeah Sony's gonna allow us to port it over there. I it's like yep you know go find a team to do that and because what's gonna end up happening is you're gonna now grow the you could get to that fortnight level if it is everywhere right now. And eventually like to some of your hmm. guys's point you you won't need that because streaming will be a thing. It's not though. We're not we're not in this um, technologically. We're not there to where it, you know most territories in the United States have yeah, not yet the bandwidth or the data caps to 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 make that a mainstream thing. At some point, yes, you won't even need them. And so to me, if I'm Sony, that doesn't help me at all. So I think they would just say no, because uh, you're building up the mind share of something. And then the other half of that, it's like, it's almost like you're giving up a sample of something and then saying, if you want the rest of it, you got to come <laughs> over here. And it's like, why, if I'm Sony, why would I even allow, allow that into my ecosystem? I rather, it, you know, they've, they've existed successfully for many, many years or for two decades with Halo being exclusive to another console. And it's never really, it hasn't hurt them. You know, I mean, obviously it's helped Xbox, but I don't think that bringing that over there is going to uh, could, really could do anything long-term. It's too much of a risk. So I say that it's almost a non-top, but that's my yeah, that's and- short answer on that.
4: <laughs> if I could interject to really quick, I think two last points. Is, I mean, we have to remember Sony is the company that told their own consumers for how many years, five, four that EA access was bad for them. Oh Yeah. <laughs> so, so if, right. if, if we, if any of us think that Sony would be okay with having an Xbox branded title aside from <laughs> Minecraft on there, I, I think we're, we're, we might be smoking something. But oh, yeah. Minecraft's
5: uh, the biggest game of all time. And it took them many years to finally let them start updating it to be on the bar.
4: Absolutely. And in addition to that, the only reason that that I'm you know, I'm not an exclusive fan, but I think what developers themselves and gamers can benefit from when there's there's less targeted platforms because you have more time to optimize and you know as as similar as PS4 and Xbox 1 were as similar as uh, PS5 and Series S and X are in some regards there's a lot especially when we get into the machine learning oh, yeah. weeds or we get into any of the functionality uh, efficiency boons of RTNA2 things like that there's there's again that's a whole new fork
0: i That's mean, a good point yeah so
4: so it's, from it's, th- the best we know and we,
5: we don't know for sure. We may never know all the way, but Xbox is touting a bunch of RDNA2 features that PlayStation is not touting. So in the longevity of this game over the course of its 10 years, you would think as you know, the GDK is constantly maturing nonstop. It's it's a it's, it'll never be finished, it's always getting better that they will start taking advantage of that stuff in a way that if it's not on other platforms it makes it harder and it's that much more work to make things go and it can limit you and being stuck to i am doing this for pc where there's just way more power no matter what that i can target i'm doing this for the cloud which is going to run on our series x server blades and i've got the series s and series x and i've got these specific targets for 10 years i know what's coming you add in more platforms it is a hell of a lot more work
7: you know, even yep. if you discover no, I No, I, I was just gonna say again, I go back to Fortnite as an example. It runs on everything and as newer yeah. hardware comes out it gets newer features. So <laughs> the PS five and the Series X have extra stuff that all the others don't have. And I just think you don't you don't make a move as big as effectively breaking off Halo's multiplayer to be its own thing for no reason whatsoever. Like, you know, there's, I agree with you. There's, there's got to be a grander ambition there aside from just, oh, well, we're going to make it free to play. Like, I don't know.
2: I, I'd I, argue I see, I... that uh, Fortnite um, is actually another reason to keep it exclusive. And in terms of the work argument, honestly, it's Microsoft. They have unlimited money. If they want to get something done, they'll get something done. Right. But so, they don't
4: have unlimited people. Uh,
2: yes, true. But they have, you can contract the studio or that studio, as he said. But in terms of the. I feel like the existence of the Xbox Series S right away makes this a non-possibility.
3: Yeah, because let's
2: Yeah, let's say you have a Halo game that is just as good as Fortnite, just as popular and whatnot. Well, not just as popular, but you know what I mean. Then you also have yeah. this entry point into your ecosystem. And as much as Phil Spencer and Microsoft says they don't care about console sales, they care about console sales because console no, sales, they,
5: he he changed it to they they do care it's yeah. just not as important as yeah easy.
2: i mean we've looked at it's what recent level. earnings third party earnings was massive right and that comes from console sales it, sorry not console sales sorry it comes from people playing on their ecosystem on their consoles playing fortnite warzone etc so if you have a game that's good enough that people want to play it and then you have a really low barrier of entry with the xbox series s that doesn't just Lead people playing the game, the population is high. It also leads to a, a surplus of people coming into your ecosystem playing third party titles on your box. You know what I mean? Yeah, it, it is itself yeah. a driver
5: for Game Pass, yeah. which is what everything they do is. is How does this drive
2: Game Pass? I mean, e- even just Game Pass, to it- it's a driver for Fortnite, right? Let's say you get a box for just for Halo because it, it sounds great, and Fortnite's there, Apex Legends is there, Warzone, etc. But all this third party income. Is all there on your platform that's a lot of money coming in
0: yeah I, I, no i i see your point so and, and i do agree with you that 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 could be a case i the only thing i would ever and again i don't want to like have this go on for the next hour but you know the <laughs> only thing i would i would ever push back on is that there is multiple moving parts and then like in the business world like a lot of the things you say like they sound really really good it's like one plus one equals two like if you if you make this exclusive. Uh, we're going to get, you know, then people are going to have to come over here. But the thing that people like underestimate, especially when it comes to gaming, that like Mindshare is is a different Mm. thing. Um, and, and also you're creating like pathways, right? Like you're trying to create on ramps to your ecosystem. And sometimes that, that you have to go meet them people where they're at. So I'm not saying it's going to happen. Like I said, I don't believe Sony would ever even allow it. So I almost yeah, feel no. like it's just kind of a fun thing to talk about, but at the same, you know, it's like the game pass thing, like they're not going to allow it. So like, it's, it's kind of just fun to, to 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 shoot the shit on it and say well, what would happen if it did happen? Um, but I could, like I said, I could see situations where um because so much of Halo is still is still associated with the Xbox, that if they were able to go broad, which okay, let's st- step back and think about that. That really is the plan. When you said there's other plans for Halo, like uh Nick, you know, in the future to be bigger and, and to be separate, I think that is true. But they they also realize that in again five years from now somebody's going to take their their dual sense comput- controller with its drifting sticks and they're going to hook it up to their TV <laughs> 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 and they're going to hook it up to their TV and they're going to go on the Xbox app and they're going to be able to play Halo. So really, that's going to happen anyways. It's just a matter of do they need to do it now or not. And I don't think Sony's going to allow it now because they can see the same things in the future that that. Oh um, yeah,
7: I. That- I totally agree that it could be something Sony stops. I was more referring to Microsoft's ambition or Microsoft's yeah. side of the coin rather than I, Sony's. Yeah, I, Sony might block it because, yeah. yeah. Well,
0: if, if, you listen, if you listen to Nadella, he wants to be – like, he doesn't give a shit. About, they, they care about the console as far as getting you into Game Pass. They, but otherwise, if you look at all his philosophies and what he did with Windows, how he brought a lot of his stuff to the you know Apple – all that stuff they, they want to be everywhere that the, the, at the end of the day they, they have limitations though because the where the gaming industry is but yeah i won't yeah. say anything else in that go ahead you guys were saying
3: oh uh, I, I was just gonna i was just gonna add real quick like i think the thing when people this goes like the bethesda thing where the where daniel was mentioning earlier i th- i think people kind of like playstation is obviously like a huge platform but i think people like it's not the biggest like mobile and pc and xbox combined is way bigger than playstation so i think the thing is like if if i'm xbox i'm thinking how do i draw people to the xbox ecosystem to give me money by putting halo on playstation getting like ten dollars for a a battle pass like that's not leading them to the xbox ecosystem that's just like i well that's where i kind of giving you money though it's indirect. It's I know. Indirect. I know it's money, but the thing is, if they wanted money, they could. They would put Hellblade Two on PlayStation. They would like. I like. I, there's more money. It's not. It's not run. that binary, though.
0: Yeah, it's not. It's not binary.
7: that binary. Like this is the thing. Like Jesse's right. Everything is about Game Pass. Like that's it now. Microsoft is one hundred and seventy-six percent all yeah. in on Game Pass, and like that's yeah. it. Yeah, but I know. Halo multiplayer is not Game Pass. It is a completely separate thing altogether. Yeah,
1: but but see, you're you know, I, I agree that they have bigger ambitions, but look at, you know, um now am I am I mistaken or am I wrong that when you play Fortnite, if you want your content to transfer, you need to make you need to link everything Epic, through yep. an Epic account, right? Yep, yep. yep so, yep. you know, there's no reason that in this imaginary scenario that even though it's free to play. Ga- it's still a driver for Game Pass on other platforms. And that can even be a selling point to Xbox. You want Halo multiplayer to really be free to play? Get it on Xbox or PC. Otherwise, your only other option is to get it through Game Pass streaming on your platform of choice. And that cuts down on the worry about developing for different APIs, different hardware. It, it, you want to play Halo multiplayer on PlayStation, you do it through Game Pass streaming otherwise I, I, you know you, you get the better experience on local hardware i
3: but... think the thing that I, I always come back to is like they want people
1: in your ecosystem and putting halo on playstation
3: while that doesn't sound like a big deal it, it does basically nothing to put like it, no, if if i'm someone on reset error or something that only plays playstation them putting halo on the ps5 does nothing to br- draw me into the xbox but, ecosystem. but what i'm so what i'm
1: explaining what i'm describing though isn't putting halo on playstation is putting game pass on playstation that's how you have no i I know but none of this is ever going to happen that's why i said this make-believe scenario Yeah, you know you know halo would be a driving factor for game pass as much as fortnite is a driving factor to epic accounts
0: so so guys i am going to try to move this one ahead especially since this is never (laughs) going to (laughs) happen (laughs) <laughs> I think it's, it, it definitely never. is an interesting. No, it is an interesting discussion. I, I, it, and you guys, honestly, in five years, it, five, six, seven years, whatever, at some point, it's going to seem irrelevant. So uh, I wouldn't really stress out about it too much. But um, sure. but uh, I do want to uh, really quickly get back to. Uh, so we're, we're going to skip some of the rumors about. Uh, um, <laughs> Some of the stupid rumors about uh Halo to uh PS5 since we just covered that. But I did want to just see if anybody had any other thoughts about the spin-offs because we we got halfway through that and I want to just give people a chance to say any any kind of thoughts there. Or do we want to say I that would
5: say you? just based on how all in they are on Halo and have been for years, that any spin-offs are not coming anytime soon. I don't it doesn't sound like anything's being worked on.
3: Okay. Yeah, I, I'll just add one thing. I think the thing is when 343 three and Bonnie Ross and everyone, they kind of took over the Halo franchise. I was expecting a lot more than what we've gotten. And I would say the last 10 years have kind of been a little disappointing because we've basically gotten three mainline games and a couple spin spinoffs. So I'm hoping the next decade we get a lot more because like, th- this kind of reminds me of like the Star Wars pre-Disney Plus where it
2: kind of mm-hmm. felt like they,
3: they had so much opportunity but they didn't do enough with it. Yep. So I'm hoping the well, next 10 years it gives us a lot more Halo stuff.
4: Yeah, a sure. lot of that was also because of the engine. I mean, there was that interview yeah. that uh, Bonnie Ross did with uh, Ryan McCaffrey a few years back. That you know, she's she specifically went to Phil and said, "Hey, we could do uh, you know a Halo Five ODST type thing and another game after that, or we could go back because because the creatives and the engineers were constantly um, at head or at odds because of how much um, work went into every modification on that old engine. So I think uh-huh. that, you know we kind of fell into just a a rut because a content run because of the fact that they had to rebuild an entire engine, but that's that's yeah. why,
0: yeah. No, I think you guys bring up some good points. Uh, one of the things you know, uh, hopefully, uh, we'll, we'll turn this over to Nick and he can tell us what new students Microsoft's going to acquire that's going to take over the spin-offs for Halo. I
6: do
0: think that with um you know there there's so many opportunities and i and i've proven you made a really good point like the, the halo universe is probably one of the few ips in all of gaming that could be taken out in, in in many many directions you know a lot like a star wars could you know and uh you know they've done some some little things here and there uh you know i one of the things that i am hoping is that they that they uh, you know like something that's People have mentioned in the past, like, well, hey, wouldn't it be nice if, if, you know, there was a mass effect like Halo spinoff, you know, especially in that in this universe where there's so much story that goes unexplained, like you could really take your time and, and, and do some cool things there. But now they got all these studios. And one thing I do wonder—I I don't expect, um, you know, obviously with this job hire, I don't expect this to re- result in uh, anything uh, directly from that in terms of that kind of game. But you know, there is an opportunity here for t- to take some creative teams to work with some of the other studios. To um, and I'm not again. But I don't think this is going to happen. But like for example, Exile has that Wasteland Three team. Maybe you know you take a, a portion of three four three. They work with them and create some little spin-off in uh, Halo Tactics. You know some RPG. I don't know something like that. You know, but that's just kind of a off the wall idea. I, I do think there are some other opportunities because this is supposed to be such a modular um, engine, and and it, and it's going to continue to back on top of itself in terms of toys in the sandbox so you know who's to say you can't do like a mech assault in halo (laughs) you know just create a mode where you have all mechs and you know like hey we can't get around the battle tech license but we're going to just make it in halo and you know have a team spin off and do that or you know like let's make crimson skies in halo let's like just do like a bunch of jets and make it all space battles and you know so i think there's going to be a lot of weird opportunities and it kind of goes back to what we're talking about before is like does every does this this platform need to be everything need to be a first person shooter or or can they get creative and do you know have other teams doing interesting things? Like, I Cortana Vision. <laughs> yeah. Cortana <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> and yeah. me. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, that's a great idea. So yeah, that, that's kind of my final gonna, thoughts But
5: right, go ahead.
3: Yeah, I was just gonna add one more quick point. Um I forgot when I think I just remember Bonnie Ross at some point said that she saw Halo being as big as Star Wars and yeah. when I heard that I was like oh okay like I I kind of like shrugged it off like but the thing is that when you think about it Halo could be so much like it's big right now but there's so much opportunity and like they've done some books like they're gonna eventually do the TV show but I felt like the the last ten years has been like a lot of ideas that haven't come to fruition like they they talked about doing the TV show what in, like 2013 and they're still making it. So yeah. I feel like they've had all these ideas, but they haven't been able to ex- execute. So I'm hoping over the next 10 years, they actually execute what they're planning to do.
5: Well, it's not yeah. still making it there. They are now full on
3: in production, making it. Yeah,
5: it's, yeah. it's coming, which is nice. But they, but they announced
3: it like in, in 2012 or 13. Like they announced it a long oh, yeah. time. I mean, that's, that is,
5: um, that's video games in media. Most of the time, it either takes forever, doesn't happen. And almost every time when it does happen, it's terrible. <laughs> yeah.
1: I mean, look at you know how long games like Uncharted, The Last of Us, yeah, stuff like that. I mean, it, things take time when it comes to. I mean, yeah,
0: they have resources the now. Gaming properties. Yeah, I think yeah, the difference.
3: I'm, I'm hoping that since Microsoft is really investing in Xbox, like Halo actually gets, because I don't, I don't think like five years ago Xbox would have invested this much in halo cuz they were they didn't seem serious enough in gaming but now that microsoft has invested so much i'm hoping that they can halo can have a lot of interesting games and like spin-offs
0: yeah, yeah, I think that's a that's a good point. And uh, again, I just emphasize they do have support now. They didn't before, so we know they re- rebooted that show like three different times over. God, I think I swear <laughs> to God they talked about it during the OG Xbox days. So uh, we'll see if it finally turns out to be anything good. Um, but uh, yeah, Nick, well, uh, what's what new studio are they going to acquire that's going to take over a Halo spinoff? Is that going to be um, Techland? Is it going to be Sega?
7: <laughs> no, nah, they'll get they'll get ID to do it. <laughs> oh i'll just get i'll just get id <laughs> to take over halo wholesale it's just, and
0: it's just more fps no that's not gonna be ID <laughs>
7: um i don't know maybe they'll get sumo to make a warthog racing game <laughs> <laughs> no, are- cool. racing
2: game with one vehicle <laughs> sounds kind of boring well,
7: no they'd have the mongoose would be in there and you'd have the brute chopper as a vehicle and You'd have all sorts of vehicles in there. Yeah, no, you, you just, have you just a, it, uh, war- a lot.
5: actually had a lot of variants of the warthog in the uh, Halo Five eventually. Oh, that's true. <laughs> yeah. In the war zone,
6: yeah.
0: the, the warthog Kart racer, like you could have one warthog where like the banana peels come out the back, and you know <laughs> <laughs> what?
4: <laughs> I'm thinking, like Mario. <laughs> the kart, gas sorry. tanks drop off and explode.
0: <laughs> oh, I, I feel yeah. like okay. Halo.
2: Oil behind. <laughs> Halo Infinite is almost like a new beginning for the entire franchise. You know what I mean? Yeah. A franchise uh-huh. that's, that's held its breath for a few years now. And when Infinite releases, we're going to see a slew of other content coming out. That, that's the feeling I have.
0: Yeah. yeah. All right, guys. I, I am going to try to... Uh, did, did anybody have any final thoughts? or Did I skip anybody that wants to say something?
5: My final thought is we should move ahead with the next thing.
0: Yeah, and I think everybody needs to use the restroom really bad now. So um, let's just hurry up with the the final topic. And this is going to be regarding the MCC development and flighting update. And uh, so there's a few different things to share on that. It says the, the, the Halo community update came out yesterday. And, and basically, the MCC flighting is kicking off next week. Uh, the core details are as follows. If all goes well in rings one and two, we plan to roll out our public flight as early as Thursday, February 18th. Some of the items we are hoping uh, to include in this flight are custom game browser, which is quote unquote a new way to play with each other in in MCC. Not not going to PS5, folks. Um, season six content, a new map for Halo Three from Halo Online, FOV sliders support. For all Xbox One consoles, FOV slider uh, will no longer be locked when when Xbox Series X S devices are set to 120 hertz. Double key bindings, mouse and keyboard support for consoles, advanced audio options, and view model customization options. So, uh, so there's a bunch of things there. Um, I guess we'll just go around real quick and see like does anything really stand out to you in that, uh, especially as a, as a
5: user. I am very happy that I no longer have to go back to 60 hertz, change the FOV, to then go back to 120 hertz and have a new FOV. That's very good.
0: Very good. Uh, so, how about you? <laughs>
2: uh, I mean, I think the one thing that sticks out the most is uh, a new map from Halo 3, right? Because I think this is the first time in the entire MCC's uh, history that we've had completely new content. Not counting reach, yeah. of course.
1: And not counting skins and whatnot. But yeah. Absolutely. Sorry, yeah. sorry. A new Great.
2: gameplay content, I should say.
1: Well, what are the chances that this is going to be a Forge map? <laughs> it's
5: from Halo Online, I believe, right? Yeah, from Halo Online. Yeah. Yeah, yeah no, Halo okay, Online was it. essentially Halo 3. So
7: yeah,
1: yeah. Uh, yeah. Like, that was like, that, so that Russian right? beta, El right? Dorito. That got
7: leaked. Huh? Was it wasn't a beta. It was free to play Halo yeah. Multiplayer. Halo Online. Yeah, okay.
0: Yeah, I think that's a different. Different thing they're talking about, so...
2: L.O. Dorito was yeah. like, another name it had for it for some reason. Um, yeah. well, what I was going to say? I feel like this might be the precursor of uh, more Halo maps coming in from Halo Online. I know there's quite a few. i never played the game myself, um, but I know there's quite a few... Uh... What? Halo Online? <laughs> I mean, it was always so, like, in the back of my head, like, I don't know.
7: Are you talking about that free-to-play thing? Yeah, yeah. Oh, sorry, it didn't you release meant Halo... Outside of- Online? <laughs>
5: <laughs> yeah, yeah, Halo yeah, Online like... was... It was only ever a closed beta in Russia. Russia.
4: Exactly, but yeah. yeah. Years that's years well right. released. No, come right.
2: Yeah.
5: yeah the, um, the El Dorito thing you're talking about, Soul, is a fan-made mod that revived it for people to play.
2: Okay, okay, that's what it
5: was.
0: Yeah, all
2: right.
6: So, and also,
1: uh, um, the fact that they're adding FOV sliders to basically everything, I'm hoping that means that there's... Like, further optimizations, because I, I was just testing a new hard drive that I swapped out my computer, and it, MCC still doesn't run locked 60 on the Series X, so that, they really need to get it to at least that. Mm.
0: Now, what about, uh, anybody have any thoughts on the custom game browser or the mouse and keyboard support for consoles? Any, any concerns with mouse and keyboard support for consoles?
4: Mm, i oh, mean they're gonna yeah. definitely mm-hmm. have to put a well,
3: uh they it by input so you can choose to only put controllers or uh you know, and keyboard. speaking
2: of the input based i swear recently I've, I've been playing some mcc and i have the little check mark selected saying make it input based only but i still get paired up with with uh pc players
4: yeah i think that's the preference but they will still pair you if mm, if for okay. some reason they can't get yeah, another controller. Uh, that's and that's the worry that i have
0: yep yeah. That, that's my biggest concern. So as long as they, as long as they're good at, I think it would actually would be very cool if they could, you know, match controllers on consoles to controllers on PC. Because now you really are creating an environment like where people, let's say, two years from now, I get a you know souped up PC and I want to just use that to play Halo for a little while, you know. But I, I like to use the controller and I don't want to play against people that have got a keyboard and mouse. So I think that will always be the case for me with. Uh, Halo will always be a controller game. So as long as I can get that matchmaking right and keep it fair, I think it should be fine. Um, any other any thoughts, guys? About uh, what about the custom mm-hmm. browser? Anybody custom excited? Browser? What's yeah.
4: got me it, stoked.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I think that's exciting.
2: I mean hopefully it means we'll have a custom browser day one and in infinite. Unless have they already confirmed
0: it? I feel like
2: it's alluding to like honestly the the way I
3: see MCC it's basically a beta test yeah. for everything that's infinite yeah. like if, if there's any content or features or whatever that is an MCC that isn't an infinite I'm gonna be uh, a little annoyed because like th- they should have everything ready day one with a delay and
2: yeah they're like they're
3: already doing it for MCC like there's really no excuse
2: here's yeah. a question <laughs> do you think they'll do uh, they'll continue support through twenty twenty two. Uh, for, for MCC? For MCC, yeah.
1: Oh, yeah. Uh, probably.
3: I, I honestly imagine they'll probably, like, do major support in t- until Infinite launches, and then they'll kind of, like, slowly stop. Because, I, I, like, there's not that much more they can do. Like, they've already done so much with the game.
5: Well, this goes into one of the questions we have, which is oh, yeah. how long will they support it? And they've stated before. Um, I'd have to find it again. They want to get it to a place where they feel really good about it, and then they open it up for the community to um, mod it.
2: The last video yeah. I saw mentioned that they were going to support it for this year, and then for the future they'll see, like they'll see how it goes.
5: Yeah, I think I think a lot of it's just going to be community based on mm. future support after they get it exactly how they want. And one of the things I'm wondering about here, and I just see it just says this, and I don't see what it means. It just says advanced audio options, and the audio <laughs> is very basic in Master Chief for oh, what you can do in actually- all the Halo games. Yeah. So I am really curious what that means. I feel like you can maybe change we'll
4: it. finally get some vocal sliders.
2: Yeah, I had yeah. a big problem with that actually. And
5: dialogue and cool. oh god, that'd be so nice. Yeah. That's one of my things I've always wanted from those games for what, 20 years now. But you guys don't think
2: uh, we might get something like uh, Halo Infinite armor in MCC, like in 2022 uh, yeah, or something? I
4: think they'd, yeah, I, I think gonna say probably for are. the next year or two.
0: Yeah, that seems, I, that seems like a low-hanging fruit. <laughs> I'd <don't laughs> so might have I a overlaps.
4: I'm sorry, I, I could have
3: sworn they said they're going to like do something like that. Like, aren't they putting Mark 7 in an MCC? Am I, or is that Halo 5?
2: I think uh, that's Halo 5. Wait, 5. Yeah,
3: because I know they're putting the Mark Seven armor, which is only in Infinite, so far yeah. they're putting it in one of the games, so but I, I could see them doing something like that. Or like, yeah,
5: I'm pretty sure it was MCC they talked yeah, about putting it's that It's not going to be Halo
2: 5. Yeah, so...
0: By the way, yeah, th- that, that question did come from uh, Big Z from the Xbox Air forums. He did say, uh, with Halo Infinite coming out at the end of the year, yeah. and three for three still introducing significant features. Do you reckon three for three will stop providing significant support once it launches? The support uh, to focus on it, or will they continue doing similar level of support? Um, the thing I'll just I'll, I'll emphasize, and this almost goes back to the, the topic that we should not um, try to revisit. Um, but the the fact that you know they can hire whoever if there's if there is a market there for it they'll just keep expanding it, we've already seen that microsoft's has no issues bringing in new people it's not like resources are are thin when it comes to supporting something that has it's you know has a community has a you know business around it so i i think as long as Mcc has a healthy community i don't see why they would completely abandon it although i think to like uh, to just Point a lot of what's going on now is kind of a beta test to get ready for you know Halo Infinite. I, I would expect these features to be in at day one, uh, you know. But at the same time, and, and also realize that the community is going to provide a lot of content for that game for a long time. So, uh, but I, I, it seems like an, a, an easy thing to just say, hey, we're going to have a, a Halo um, MCC you know support team that doesn't necessarily take away from halo infinite it's it's just it's yeah it's its own it's its own business right it's like the the thing
3: is the mcc team right now is only like a dozen people like it's really not that big of a it's not some huge team like they 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 have like so six seven hundred employees like they could set aside a couple dozen to just maintain the game it's not gonna take that much uh
2: work you know
0: yeah, no, I, that, that, that makes sense. And All sorry, right, so the I'm, second
2: part of Big C's question: um, If MC, if Infinite will be part of MCC, no, almost no chance ever.
0: Yeah, I don't. <laughs> no, yeah, I, I agree. Uh, any any thoughts on that? We got one more question. I know we are over time, so um, <laughs> does anybody got any other thoughts? Or ready to move on to the last question? All right, uh, very last question, then we'll close up the show. Apache asks. Uh, he said, I'm sure you'll talk extensively about the Ask 343 three stuff, so I go more specific. Uh, he says, I love the grapple hook, but I really wonder how equipments are worth it to pick up. I'm not sure if if a let's say, three times use equipment is really worth it. I would go with a cooldown and make it an infinite use item. Now, this will give the game an interesting dynamic as a me- meta during a match will evolve around a player who has equipment, and the persisting goal is to catch up catch this player while the general power weapon sandbox is at play it would certainly be a really cool way to bring new life to the meta uh, to the meta uh, another uh, so anyway so any any kind of thoughts on what he said there i think we talked yeah i feel like we already here.
2: discussed this yeah, yeah. I,
0: I could just
3: i could just add real quick i the way i see it like i don't think it's going to be like a wonder unless it's super powerful i don't think i think it's going to be one of those things where like it kind of it probably has like six or seven uses or something like that and then it just dies like i don't think it's a thing where like it's constantly um like you can use it constantly because i think they're gonna want it to respawn on the map eventually and if it never runs out then that wouldn't work so i I could see it being a thing where it has like what a couple uses then it dies or whatever it's kind of like a power weapon or like
0: or or power power ups now like exactly you're your yeah. shields, or maybe it's a timer. You know, it could be just like a shield, or, or you know, the camouflage or the shield. Yeah, I could see that. Yeah. So yeah, it could go we technically
2: way. do have one more question. By the way.
0: Oh. Go yeah, ahead and read yeah. it. So.
2: Uh yep. Sorry, the question is on our forum, from uh, Farsight XR20, and it's, what's your opinion about Halo Wars three and the future of the Halo Wars franchise?
0: Hmm. Hmm. Good question.
2: Uh, I think it's dead for a in... long time. Yeah, I was looking hey, at the. I... Yeah,
3: sorry. Oh, well, I was. Gonna say, I, I think it's one of those things where, like, it's a it's a really niche game, um, and it probably doesn't do well enough to um, put a lot of resources into it. I, I could see maybe down the road, but I think 343 3 is going to try to focus on games and projects that would have a wider appeal.
4: Yeah, yeah. I was I was gonna say. I think that you know, we we kind of had a conversation about this earlier in our Discord. Um, you know, large AAA RTSs are few and far between these days. Um, they they aren't like like everybody said they're they, they're niche. They're um, you know they they there's too much risk with so little return. But I'm hoping that Game Pass will. I mean, Phil has already said and in some cases proven that game pass um uh has an, enabled them to take bigger risks yeah and like to the trends bring new content um the and people forget too the gap between halo wars one and halo wars two was what
2: five years eight years 2009 2017. oh god i'm old wait okay. is that eight yeah yeah, that's eight. yeah. <laughs> yeah can you
4: believe halo okay. wars 1
2: 2009.
4: <laughs> uh, i thought it was oh man okay yeah, so so my point that's that's my point. Like, just because it's not being talked about or or planned
1: now, doesn't mean it will stay dead forever. Exactly, so, especially
0: after they acquire Sega, so you know, that's obviously. Something. <laughs> that's yeah. exactly
1: what I was gonna say. We just have to wait for the Sega
7: acquisition and then
1: go get. <laughs> for the record, <laughs> that dream
7: thing was a joke. Hello, before <laughs> anyone friggin' says anything, that dream thing <laughs> you, was you a know, joke.
0: You know uh, what, what? Oh no, is no, that? It's, it's set like, in stone I, now. The, <laughs> What is it? Game rat. Yeah, game. Game rat didn't even listen to the end of this podcast, and it was a joke. They are going to clip you and, uh, and quote you uh, tomorrow. I uh, <laughs> I've, I've
7: already seen. I've already seen a post on Reset saying the guy that said Gearbox is being acquired by Embracer has now said that Microsoft is acquiring Techland. <laughs> I said neither of those I mean-
1: things. <laughs> We all know that they're just waiting to announce their orange controller that matches Tails. Yeah. That way they got Tails, yeah. Knuckles, yeah, yeah. And Sonic. Sonic Blue. Whenever, um, they, okay. whenever they announce their acquisition.
2: I feel like with, with uh. Halo Wars, I mean, eight years later, they still continue the story, right? So even eight years from now, when Halo Wars 3 eventually comes out, and, and I feel the existence of Halo Wars 3 depends heavily on how well Age of Empires 4 does. In fact, I feel like the entire genre almost... Is, is waiting for this game to release and to see how well it does. And, and it, it might lead to like a resurgence or it might keep the genre down. Well, that escalated quickly.
0: And they need Age of but... Mythology anyways before they need Halo Wars 2. <laughs> yeah, that so, too, honestly. <laughs> or Halo Wars 3. So, you know, to answer that question, I mean, I, I actually think Halo Wars is a quality game. It would have been fun to see how it did in Game Pass. Uh, however, there is like to what you guys are saying, there's a lot of other spinoffs they could could try and should try that i think the halo universe is you know is, is worth experimenting in so it's worth putting that on the on the, the back setup
5: of halo wars 2 is good enough that it became the setup for halo infinite exactly like yeah. and all that were built in halo wars 2 so i think that yeah. can be a real strength of any spin-offs and maybe not a full-on rts like halo wars 2 again but if it's something like gears tactic tactics but you know a halo style for that could also work as well like there are genres where you can do it on a smaller scale and it doesn't have to be a huge triple a thing true um, and and you can make it work. like gears tactics looks gorgeous but like you you can tell it's not a huge AAA coalition was all in on it. You find someone to work with 343 on it, and you go from there. And I think that'll be the future of it once they're more in the groove with what Halo Infinite is after release. Yeah.
0: All right. Uh, Yeah. Good thoughts. Anybody have any other final thoughts about that?
2: We hit two hours, which I think is a record
0: for us. Really? I think we've got over two hours. I feel like yeah. our
5: like live show was like two and a half or three or something. You're right, one actually, day, my yeah. bad. Yeah. Yeah.
4: Um, so, one uh, last thing too. Um, log in to because they've got the um Black History Month um emblem that you can get.
5: Oh yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. I, gotta look You're gonna have a, I think they're gonna have a Valentine's Day one too.
0: That three.
2: is very Halo. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. Um as uh, Yeah, thanks for that note, uh, Mr. Daniel. And I think, uh, as always, uh, it was good discussion. It always ends up being, we always think, oh, it's going to be a slow yeah. week. We'll get a 40, our first 45-minute We actually show said we the
2: words, ahead. first 45-minute episode. <laughs> <laughs>
0: this always happens so uh it was great to uh, nick thank you glad i could be of
7: service yeah
0: (laughs) it it is always great when you jump in so i think i think we will need to look into some sort of hand raising button so we don't talk over each other we're gonna have to record
5: these er, this earlier sometimes so we can get sick in damn it it's always nick oh yeah i want sick
0: yeah, <laughs> <laughs> we're, we're going to go for eight next time just, just to see what, how far we can push all it. about
5: four
7: <laughs> you have to record either much later or much earlier
0: yeah yeah, we yeah. have to hit like
5: early on a Saturday I think and then we so
7: right now down. it's 1.30pm here in Melbourne if you were to record in another hour or so you could do it Yeah. so an hour from now
1: not
2: for sick. It. That'd be like five in the, four in the morning. Yeah,
7: tomorrow.
0: We'll figure Correct. it out. We'll fig- <laughs> we will figure it out. I, I don't sleep anymore anyway. Well, a a yeah. lot of
7: our Xbox Hero podcasts were recorded at that time. That's crazy. Yeah, That's when we used to record them.
0: Well, we'll get it figured out. I'll be there. In the morning. All right, guys, uh, so with that, let's go ahead and, uh, you know, end the show, and we'll be back in two weeks. Hopefully, we'll have our first 45-minute episode next time. Oh, no,
2: next time is going to be the, have the monthly Exactly, hello. and we know the topic, yeah. too, I think, right? They, they said the topic. I don't remember what it was, though.
0: Hmm. And, and as a reminder, we got the book the book thing coming up next week. Some people might actually try to read, so we'll see. Oh, yeah. Our, or, or listen. There'll be three nice of us. Not me. <laughs>
2: Oh, we made that comment earlier.
0: (laughs) (laughs) All right. uh, So with that, so go ahead and sign us off. Uh,
2: Yes. Sorry. Okay. Sorry. Just because it was in my mind. Next, uh, or this month's topic is going to be about Zeta Halo, which actually might tie in pretty well with our book episode. Hmm. Oh, yeah. um, Zeta. Zeta. Yeah. Yeah. I was waiting for that. (laughs) (laughs)
7: It's a Greek letter. It's a Greek letter. Don't tell me how to pronounce (laughs) Greek people.
5: No, I knew I (laughs) I mispronounced it the moment I said it. If your name is like Babe i I believe you, that you think.
2: <laughs> Anyways, guys, uh, thank you for watching or for listening. If you've listened this far, then you know the spiel. Um, if you like, like our content, please like, comment, especially. Any kind of comments, we love because it shows that you, you've listened and you want to uh, communicate back and forth. If you have any questions, yeah, you just
7: open <laughs> the door there.
2: <laughs> if you have any questions, <laughs> you want us to answer. Uh, <laughs> please let us know. You can comment anytime uh, on the forums as well or the YouTube comments. We'll see them. And as we mentioned earlier, we'll hopefully try and set up a community uh, Halo Night sometime next week. Um, we'll let you know the exact date soon if you follow our Twitter.
0: All right. Awesome. Okay. Thank you so much, So. I uh, <laughs> appreciate that. And I guess with that, we will be signing off. Thank you for All watching. All right,
7: everybody. Ciao. Yeah.
1: Later, guys.